Welcome through the wire. Through the wire. We back, full squad, D-Mills. Welcome back to the show, my guy. I'm appreciating y'all for letting me back, man. Yeah. It was a long I don't want to be a party pooper, but we ain't peeking on because I'm, I just did it through the wire and I see myself in a red. Um, but yeah, welcome back. I want to put this out there because I think it was some confusion. The butt pad stuff was a joke. That's great. Yeah, he told me about that when he first walked in. Let's be real. It was one of the funniest things I've heard. You gullible if he didn't know that was like a joke or I something. Thought it was a, I thought it was like a legit joke, but then I posted the behind the scenes and I looked through the comments and people was like, oh man, y'all really got me thinking those was D-Mail's butt pad. Like a lot of comments said that, so I feel like I had to come in there and let it be known. You should just let it run in the dark, man. It was packages <laughs> to shirts that we got Shout out that to I just left there. But happy birthday, Mike. Mikey. Thank you, thank you. Big twenty six, big twenty six for Mick Mick Hurd, man. We we happy for you. This your Clinton Porter's year. Wow. Um, was I was looking for somebody. Here's my gift to you. What is this? Here's my gift to you. Sean Taylor, Clinton Porter. I love the wrapping of it. Thank you. Uh huh. Talk. Oh man. Talk to me. Talk to me. Oh no. Sean Taylor was talk to me. Los 36. Angeles bad boys. Okay. Show the back because the front just a Lakers. And, College. Come on, man. Two, two, 2010, bad boys are back. 21 in college. I'm tweaking. I just shine Taylor's cold, stuff. I'm be rocking this hard. Who on the D back Fish, of that? Lamar Odom, Kobe Powell. What'd you say? He said who was on the back. So I bought that in LA two years ago. As you can tell, it's a large or extra large. So I I so bought it because it was, it was gonna, cool. It's big to sell. on you, but it's gonna be small. On I him. never put it on <laughs> just because it is so. It's so. That's big a raw shirt though. Um, it was that, and I got another one from 2004. That's an extra large. So we'll say that for your 27th birthday. That's crazy, <laughs> man. That is so crazy that Mamba is rest in peace. Yeah. Damn. Thank you, KB. Of course, of course. And I'm expecting everybody else to bring you your gift at the at the little shindig. That's what I want. That's what I was asking you in the in the behind the scenes. Um, I I never come anywhere. I was raised right, so I never come anywhere empty handed. Mm -hmm. We always raised right. Anwar brought something when we went to the thing. Um, I bought an air fryer. You bought the air fryer and you bought the donuts. And donuts. that was the most important thing. Hey, I still have. No, you I brought think I wine. Away. Yeah. I still had that box for a long time, just chilling in my house. Uh, you probably got the squirt still there, or you drank yes. all that. No, I don't drink squirt at all. Okay. So it's just silly. Um, you and me so, are different people, my boy. Not what do you? Not if you. So let me not ask you if you need anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I'll drink the squirt too. Um, <laughs> I mean, could use some paper plates. Oh, he wants you to go grocery shopping. <laughs> I can use anything. I can use. I was supposed to get some paper plates wait, out of the pot. You don't have like real plates. It's I do. just you. I have. I have like three plates. So why do you need paper plates? You said fuck the environment. Just do your dishes. He's probably like. Me. I mean, but I'm gonna have multiple people in our over. crib. <laughs> we got everything. Yeah, I got paper plates. I use plates. paper. I use paper uh, forks, plastic fork, plastic spoon, <laughs> paper forks. I'm ridiculous. I use uh, plastic cups. And I still find myself doing the dishes. Yeah. I'm like Ari, get you a plastic cup. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. No cap. But yeah, I'm a pla I'm plastic out of this world because I don't I don't You're know. You gonna have us off this world. Huh? Yeah. Protect the environment. That's do why the you dishes. always see me with that, that big ass water bottle. Why I gotta do it? Oh, I've never seen you with I mean, water bottle. I, I, I don't bring it, I don't bring it bottle. I don't bring it outside my house. That's crazy. You you don't need it then. You can just drink the water on cup by cup. 
Nah. It's just funny because he said you always see me with and it, I've but never he, said, he said I never bring it outside <laughs> my house. How will we have ever seen you? No, with it? Why? Why? Because no, people always be saying of it when I be on stream. I would be, I would be sipping out of this big ass. Why is it up to me to say the environment when you ain't you ain't had the energy for uh, t- uh, Thomas Jefferson? Electricity. What are, you, what are you talking about? George Washington. You ain't had the energy for them. I got different energies for them. Christopher. Columbus. I don't think they as good as people say they are. Christopher Columbus. Fuck him. You praise him. You used to not, <laughs> get, you used to not go to school for him. The one for him, it was fuck school. <laughs> but no, besides paper plays, what you want to, to be brought, man? Any source of entertainment? Should, you want me to bring some uh, I was going to say, yeah, you can bring Target some games. I was going to some games. Yeah. You can bring some games. You want some, what, what liquor you want me to bring for you? I'm, I'm personally taking on a challenge of bringing a liquor for Mike. Or matter of fact, I also could, if you would like me to, I can bring the Reposado. Mm-hmm. You have ice? Yeah, I do. And I'll I can, get another I can bag, make though. drinks for everybody. I could bring my Nutribullet thing with me. It's <laughs> very small. It's it like small. small. Yeah, you just bring it with you. It's one of the best blenders you probably could get. It's so small and like it's so simple. Sponsor me and Derek. Yeah, we can do it. I got I got some eighteen hundred at the crib. Oh, you want to get a little freaky. <laughs> I mean it's it's just but my I you don't cut. Hey, you you know what I'm saying? You don't cut that anejo. That, you know the oh, Blanco is yeah, what you mix what with. You about. know what I'm okay, saying? Bet. You can mix with like reposado, that. but you could drink reposado straight too. Yeah, I was gonna. I should see if uh, see if I can go take that that uh, what's it called? That little weed thing. What is it called? Where you can you could do it on the Switch. I should get the Nintendo Switch from my mom's house and play like Mario Kart at my crib or something. Yeah, if you want the Switch, I can bring a Switch. You don't have to go to your mom's house. Sure, I, got switch. To, I, got switch I forgot too. you don't be playing yours. It's been charging well, for maybe well, three months now. But what you got now. that make your switch different than mine? What I, why can't I plug mine to the TV? You can. Oh, I'm just saying I had a switch that I could get. We should have multiple switches. Yeah. Have a tournament. I do a got two sm- TVs. And we what? got Smash too. Now, right? you, I, we spent too much time. <laughs> are we, for real? Are we saying a Nintendo Switch? Because I got another. I got other switches. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sound like little dirt. Oh, I ain't got them type of <laughs> But anyway, go ahead to your house, Cleepin. Uh, leave a like. Subscribe to the channel, man. Uh, we are going on tour, and the first stop is Philadelphia. That is May 19th. The link That's is in the description. So it's a couple weeks away. So if you want to pull up, you got it. RSVP. It is completely free. Um, but you need to get your name on that list because if you're not on that list, I don't think you could get in. Uh, we're going to have a bouncer. This is going to be Derek, but Thanks. we're going to have a bouncer, and he's going to make sure see you're on the me list. At the door. You definitely don't. Mm-hmm. I seen that man in a suit yesterday. I was like, "Yep, that's." If he wasn't doing this, he was be doing that, <laughs> right at the right at the door of a club. So leave a like, subscribe, um, and we can get into some hoop talk. Don't make a lot. that boy man. He fuck around, put you on some bread. <laughs> Eat your head. No. <laughs> put your head between a, a hoagie and make you a Philly cheesesteak. Uh, let's start from Tuesday. That's the last pie episode we did was Tuesday. Um, and the Heat were up 1-0. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers and Warriors were kickstarting um their series. Uh we come we, Yeah, so that's that's where we left off at. The New York Knicks um disappointed the hell out of me. When you hear that another team isn't gonna have their best player when they're already down their third best player, mm-hmm. as a fan, you start to be like, okay, this could be a game where um we can handle our business early and we can get that that second unit going. We could give maybe 29 minutes, 30 minutes to Emmanuel quickly and have him start to get a, a rhythm. You know what I mean? We may can see some 
some bench pieces really play, and we can let Brunson and Randall relax. But no, we only won by six. Mm-hmm. We let Caleb Martin, uh, Gabe Vincent, and and company push us to have to really, really grind this game out. So credit to the Miami Heat. Um, it was that zone. I feel like that zone just always just muck shit up for teams and. It, def- it definitely slows the game yeah. down, but I can't. I- I'm so surprised that we really struggle with it because they did it in game one as well. Because mm-hmm. we have, I feel like we have decent guys who can get in the middle of that and make a mid range jumper or attack and yeah. lob it to Mitchell. So I, in game one, I was disappointed in them when Jimmy was hurt. I feel like they didn't attack him. Mm-hmm. I I was so disappointed in that because like when a guy's hobbled and he doesn't want to come off the court, not that it's dirty or nothing, but. Make his ass play defense, and they didn't. They didn't do that. And they ended up losing the game. And I was like, "Damn, y'all really just let a man with one bad ankle just play mm-hmm. high in the corner." That's. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, and it's it's especially weird because hunting mismatches is like the, what the playoffs is. Yeah, it's the key of the game. It's the whole thing. That's the whole playoff offense for every single team. Hunt mismatches, mismatches. So uh, let's go get Jalen Brunson. You know, let's go get Darius Guard. Like you know, the smaller guards is always the guy. Um, but I guess because Jimmy's not small, that they like we'd rather just play straight up. I I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Too much integrity for me because I'd have made him just play on it and make it swell up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, just yeah. for that alone. And then game two is just like the Heat. I, and I give them a lot of credit because they just found a way to just stuck around. Whether you said it was like Gabe Vincent or whoever hitting shots, they just always just kept fighting and just kept them in the game. And yes, they were missing Jimmy Butler, but that's that just showed like the fight that they have. And like you said, that made that type of game made you upset. Cause this is a game you're supposed to, we're supposed to slaughter them. You know, you're missing your star player. Bam is having a tough game. You know, that's the type of games that you like, we need to put our foot on their neck. And let, and that way your guy like Julius Randle coming off of the ankle injury, you can let him laugh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a little free, free day or whatnot. And that Kayla Martin card, it's from that game. Where really? The one that was dunking hey, on bro, you. he <laughs> yammed on somebody. And I was just like, wow, bro. Um, but um, the Knicks play today. I, I'm so mad because I, I was so convinced that they played yesterday. I told Terrence. Bro, like, they played. It take, what was it, a three-day break? Played Tuesday no. and then yeah, Wednesday, so Thursday, Friday. Four-day yeah. break. That's, Basically, three, that's not days. good for the Knicks. Jimmy Butler didn't got like four days of he rehabilitation. Rest. I don't. I don't give a fuck what he got <laughs> because <laughs> I want him to be there and I want him to be healthy and I want us to still be able to win. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of getting Hopefully that is like the easy way out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You feel me? Um, because it don't. It don't really give you the full grasp of where your team is at. You know what I mean? That's how teams get false hope, make dumbass trades. You know what I mean? Because you take advantage of a couple series and it's like, oh, man, we one piece away. And you invest your future into that one piece just to come to find out you actually wasn't that good. They were just hurt like a motherfucker. So we looking at who we looking at when we say that we looking at you, Atlanta. Yeah. We looking at you, Dallas. Um, Could the Heat be riding that way from the first round? Upsetting the Bucks? um, Nah, because they were there last year. So I can't call it being And they were also down Tyler Hero. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were They've been consistently good, other than the one year where they got beat the hell out of by Milwaukee. But I am Julius Randle and looked like no he was forward. Julius Randle looked like he was getting back to where he needed to be. Though I seen him make a lot of good like passes out of a trap. Yes, where it was just like you know a skip pass, whatever that was right on the money. So I, he looked good. He looked good being aggressive. He made me happy because I talked about that part of his game being underrated to pass and. Um, 
I'm I'm a ride the wave out, but man, I tell you, as as a guy who's a fan, I, I'm I'm always unbiased. Not always, but I try my best to be unbiased. Mm-hmm. And if I was a fan of any other team playing against the Knicks, I would be so mad with some of the shots I see Randall makes. He made some threes against the Heat, and I was like, Would you rather be mad in. at that, <laughs> yeah. or would you be mad? Would you be mad at the fact that like, damn, not R.J. Barrett taking off for them? <laughs> no, 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 because, I mean, R.J. Baird, the crazy thing about R.J. Baird is um, they said him and Drew Hanlon, his his uh, trainer, they just made a tweak to his jump shot. Mm-hmm. And it looks like that's all it was. He's just making open shots. Mm-hmm. He's, he's getting He was taking the, advantage for sure. Yeah, he, he gets swing passes to the, the wings for the three, and he makes them. And I think that gets him in the groove, and then he starts to make his little floater mid-range. But I think it starts with him making open shots, and that's why it's kind of frustrating when he's having his down parts <laughs> because Brunson and Randall create so much – attention and Mitchell Robinson is starting to create attention for himself because you have to box him out. Right. That it's like RJ is going to get some solid good looks. And mm-hmm. when he's not making them and he has those stretches where it's like, oh, he made two threes in the last seven game, whatever, you know, it's just like a lot of those shots are just open. I've been kind of disappointed in Mitchell Robinson so far this series. He's in foul trouble? Best, based on how dominant he was in the first series. I mean, I, I guess we can all expect it not to be sustained because, again, he was like one of the best bigs in basketball for five <laughs> games. Facts. Um, but it hasn't been the same impact. And, of course, di- different teams, so different schemes that you're playing up against. He hasn't had nearly the same impact that he did in the, the last series. But we only seen two games so far. So maybe tonight is the night that he gets back to that. Josh Hart, though, he's been very consistent. Saw a report yeah. that he's uh, expected to be back next season, which I don't blame him. makes music a lot to of ear- sense. ears to, like, Knicks fans, I would assume. And he's knocking down a three ball. Like, he's shooting the ball so good, which is Which crazy. we talked about. We was like, once he got traded from Portland, he's about he's to start, start making shooting three. the ball. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I think it's just something about Portland, man. The guys probably just don't want to be there. Norman Powell did it, too. He was struggling with the Blazers. He left, and then he started killing with the Clippers. I, it's always interesting to see, like, what players have the respect of the opposing coach when it comes to jump shooting. Because just, they just let they're Josh just Hart shoot. Josh Hart shoot. And he hit some clutch He's, he's, he's been hitting them, but they he just let him shoot. threes late in that game because they was leaving him open. And it's like, I think the perfect series when you think about that is the Lakers series, which we'll get to, or the Warriors series, I don't know. Um, where, like, they're, at any time, there's, like, seven people that the, the other team doesn't care about. It's like we care about Clay, we care about Steph, and then for mm-hmm. the for the Lakers, we don't care about nobody else. Even Wiggins is not even getting guarded. And on the Lakers side, they're not even guarding LeBron anymore. And I, I like it because I'm the same way as a like as a coach. That would be my philosophy. Like I even I know it's two two totally different things. But even when me and Mike were just playing a game yesterday on my team, it's like he has certain guys that I'm like go ahead. Just <laughs> I'm doubling him. Because I am, I'm just okay with that guy having a wide open shot. Because it's like, if he may, if that's how Mike is gonna beat me with, I don't even remember who he had on his team. But it's like, I just don't want Luca to take off because yeah. I know if Luca gets going, Mike got that shot down pat. I'd rather him shoot with a guy that I kind of see him not overly searching for his shot. And I think it's the same like with the Heat. Let's focus on Jimmy and like I'll live with Kevin Love. If Kevin yeah. Love has like a game where he he makes eight threes and they win, I, I just got to tip my hat off. If mm-hmm. Caleb Martin is going to make six threes, I just got to tip my my hat off. But what we're not going to have is Jimmy Butler scoring fifty six and forty two and all of that because then it's like even them they're doing it to us. They're living with RJ, but they, they're kind of like let's see how long you keep that up, RJ. Yep. But we're not letting Brunson get into that paint and do turnaround <laughs> jumpers and post up Gabe Vincent and have his way. We're not yeah. going to do that, but we'll mm-hmm. see how long Julius Randle is going to knock down threes and Josh Hart. And I, I kind of respect that way because teams are so adamant on getting those three-point shots. We saw Joe Mazzula. He didn't have a whole fucking 
uh, meltdown because <laughs> they didn't shoot <laughs> enough for him. Yep. And it's just like that's what most teams are trying to do, two feet in the paint to create kickouts to get threes. And if you find guys on an opposing team who you are willing to live with, you and take that. Kinda, and it's kind of like a a mental thing, too. If you're a guy that's just being left open, it kind of fucks with you mentally, too. Tell me about like, it. <laughs> you just can't, I don't know. It's something about being just left open that it's going to affect you as a human. You just like, It's the harder shot, honestly. Yeah, I don't know why. It's not. But at the same time, like, that shot has got a little bit more pressure than, like, somebody's closing oh, yeah, out on sure. you. Just uh, yeah, because you shots. know if you know that the scheme is to let you shoot, and the more you miss, the more they double down on it, and the more you're pressing forward, and the, the less trust you feel your teammates is having in you, the less you're trusting yourself, yep. and then it just starts to turn into a whole ordeal. Now you don't. Now you pass up. Now you're overthinking. <laughs> you pass up one. You try to drive, and now it's a charge. And Harden everybody passed on. up one last night. That I don't know if many people are talking about. Where was it? Like a yeah, like three. It was, plays it was a like that. Stri- strictly layup. It wasn't even a three. He got to the basket. Right at the just, front of the room? Right at the front of the room. Pass and, it up. Yeah, that was a terrible turnover. And I think if that, it was um, Ben Simmons, it would be on a newspaper. It would have been. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm no, joking. it was. I'm though. Joking, I think though. that if it was game six <laughs> or game seven, then yeah. But like, uh, Doris Burke was going at it. You know, Doris Burke was like, what is it? You know, she made the point. Um, but yeah, it, it, is a, it is a mental game. It is a mental game. Because even if that person that is left over hits five, it ain't like that. Whew, next game, they going to guard me. So I ain't got to worry about it. Because I'm sure most coaches be like, he ain't doing it again. Yeah. Right. Leave him open still. Yeah. See, that's why I think the playoffs be so interesting because it's that chess game. It's that constant chess game. And even I think it was like this one, the, the playing was starting. Eric Spolster was talking about it. He's like, man, I love these scenarios. Like playing is like the best situation that could have happened to the NBA because it's just it forces it. It, it like forces those type of situations uh, uh, and like pressure on you. And he said he loves it. And so like that's that constant back and forth. I think we've seen in a lot of series where it's just like, Kind of, I think we kind of seen the Warriors series too with uh, Warriors Kings, where it's like, okay, out of nowhere, let's play Terrence Davis and see what he. It's just like these different moves that you just have to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, uh, one of the best examples of us talking about this is a series we'll get to also, um, the Suns and the Nuggets. Terrence Ross and T.J. Warren finally played. Yeah, they're finally playing yeah. minutes for real. And then the first two can't do shit. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to talk about <laughs> that. In the first two games, though, I mean. <laughs> dominating the Call of Duty lobbies, maybe. The Nuggets was just like, hey, if your name ain't Devin Booker or Kevin Durant, yeah. let's see you shoot. Chris Paul, <laughs> have your way. <laughs> uh, who else was playing for them? Campaign. I'm thinking Will somebody. Camp- oh, Josh Kogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoever that wing gets that day. It was yeah. just Wayne Wright for a little bit. He ain't even play yesterday. Shoot the ball. Have at it. It is like we just we hedging and we, we switching if it ain't Jokic and then the rest of y'all got to make shots. Mm-hmm. Because as you see, when Booker and Durant score 86. Which is cr- They had to score 86. You could look at the box score and just be like, this is disgusting. You have two players in double figures. Yeah. That was my team. <laughs> it really yeah. That was my team. Yeah. Where it's just like you have two OP uh, dark matters just yeah. killing. And, and, then, and Devin Booker came out the game firing. Oh, oh he's yeah, been ridiculous, bro. Him and Jamal Murray started the game out pretty good. The best player in the playoffs. And, and like you could tell he had outside that, of Jimmy, that, I would that say. sense of urgency like, Jimmy, right yeah. out, like right out the gate. And Kevin Durant, he tried to get going. He started off slow, but he, he literally had no other choice. Like, it's like Kevin Durant and did, Devin though. Booker. Like his shot wasn't falling, so he just kept to getting to the basket. He kept getting to the free throw line. I liked how they was... Like even off the the misses or just misses and makes, they were trying to get to the basket or that we they were trying to use that time and that transition to get to the basket. Yeah, it felt like I liked it for the Nuggets. Book it, book put up forty seven, eight and ten with two steals, 
and only had some free throws because it was the end of the game yeah, and yeah. he got fouled. So he would have had like I think the stat was the most points in the playoff game without a free throw attempt, which is ridiculous. I mean, just mid range jump shot here, pull up three pointer there, yeah. off glass trick shot. Like he was doing everything. And again, the defense has been good too. Like Booker as a defender has been. Uh, I wouldn't put the word elite on it, but like way better than you anticipated mm-hmm. for Devin Booker. Um, because I don't think he gets the I, he doesn't get the name two way when he's working his way to being two way. It's 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 been a little bit elite. No, I I I agree, but I think that now you said you ain't want to put elite out there. I think it has been. Oh, yeah. I think it kind of. Man, has I'm been. thinking about another. When you think about a guy, the reason I'm saying it's elite. When you think about a guy who is exerting as much energy as he is on the offensive end, you can't imagine him to literally lock somebody down. But mm-hmm. the way he is playing, taking the charges. Like he took a charge. I was, no, that charge. Yeah. No, that charge was amazing. Like, one that took. to me is elite. When you're able to do that and still have that, the the input you're having offensively, that is that's that's kind of crazy because not a lot of the elite defenders are doing that because no, they, yeah. they don't have to use that much energy on offense. So I put him in an elite tier. Who did they play in the first round? They uh, played the Clippers. The Clippers. Clippers he yeah. was fantastic in that he series was, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was guarding Russ. Russ was, even, still, Russ was still getting his, though. Even this just intangible plays that may not necessarily be guarding a guy. It's just extra effort type of plays. He mm-hmm. was making it happen a yeah, lot. I mean, yeah, Book is season. diving out of bounds for loose balls. He, do, he doing every all the extra stuff. And yeah. then also putting up almost 50. And a, win, a must-win game. Elite defense, though. I thought about Aaron Gordon, bro. Oh, yeah. He's oh, been well, so Aaron Gordon amazing. Has been, like, so great He's been amazing. Yeah. I hate to be this guy. You've been you've been chatting about I've been, this dude, man. This dude, Aaron Gordon, he is the best non All Star player in the league. I said it months ago. I'm staying. I'm doubling Ooh. down. This dude is amazing, and I'm glad he's being able to be put on the over stage. Jamal Murray because over Jamal Murray, mm. over Jamal Murray. I don't know about that, but. It's it's kind of hard to deny because he just does all the other shit that just like you need by Jokic. Non-box score stuff. And, and I will say this. If you want to have anybody who's disagreeing with the Jamal Murray thing because they want to mm-hmm. put in, you know. Like the, stat, the stats wise. I'll let you have that. If you're just talking about game by game, but I'm talking about for the Denver Nuggets to be mm-hmm. the team that the they perfect need to acquisition. Be to, he yeah. is that. You know, but he's Swiss Army knife. He's that perfect four to have next to yeah. Yes, they do need, all the dirty work. They need that. Yeah. Jamal Murray, they need two. Don't get me wrong. They need two. But yeah. they, they, they they can't get where they're trying to go without an Aaron Gordon. And that's the play. best part, though, because I feel like both of them, I feel like their chemistry for Aaron Gordon. I'm talking about Aaron Gordon and Jamal Murray. Their chemistry with Jokic. It looks on point. Yeah, MPJ. MPJ, too. Because, you know, you talk about, like, the two-man game with, with Jamal Murray and, and Jokic looking real good. I've seen so many times where it's Jamal Murray too. It's just simple catch. Uh, Jokic catches the ball, backdoor immediately. You know how many layups you're gonna get and how many free throws attempts you're gonna get just for cutting hard with Jokic. For real, it's just yeah. like they just know. They just know. If, Aaron Gordon is the best non All Star player that's kind of in his lane. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. because I don't want people to start taking that like, man, Evan Mobley made all the. Oh, he did. But you know those up and coming stars. I get, I get completely what you're saying. He's the best role player. If there was any, so you're role playing non all star role player. Is there any person to play with better than Jokic in the league? If you are a role player, probably not, because Jokic he has those games where he's literally just facilitating, and like he's that star that's even when he is facilitating, still just gonna get all the attention. I'm just thinking like, about you're like just gonna eat regardless. I'm like, what type of role player or, am I, KB? Or am I Aaron Gordon? You can be Aaron Gordon. You could be KCP. Curry. You I feel like be. Stephen Curry is also a guy I would love to play with. 
Okay. With all the role players. I, I can see that. But also, I feel like there's, sure. there's a shorter leash with what the Warriors do opposed to, like, the Denver Nuggets, where, like, like, Christian Brown young, is, I feel like, like that's for young guys, but not for... Are you saying young guys? And, and, like, no, just you're just talking about like any role, role player, player. A lot of role players can go into the Warriors system. I, I don't know, because we saw Kelly Oubre, D'Angelo Russell. They both failed in that system just because of the, they were the young, IQ. Though. I feel like young players probably take a while to, like, really acclimate into that. But I think, like, Aaron Gordon, if he goes to the Warriors... Aaron Gordon can still thrive in the Warriors system. Mm-hmm. Like this, it won't be that much of an issue. Cause it's crazy because I'm a lot of the players I think about. They're just point guards because they find you. But that's what Jokic is, honestly. Yeah, you know he's literally a point guard. A lot of times you see the uh, Jamal Murray give him the ball to bring up the court so he can get them get them into the action. Also, say Tyrese Halliburton is he considered? But I, even I, then, I, I feel like it's the same reason, though. It's just because well. they're going to get you open looks. Yeah. And yeah, if I would you play think with about Jokic. it, Jokic, yeah. is, there's nobody better who's gonna. Like grab, like take away defense from like a gravity perspective, or just like draw attention than Jokic. Yeah, yeah. I, I Steph say, Curry or Jokic. I would say, Jokic. and he also dominates the glass too, which I think is just an under underrated just aspect in terms of just like dominating the game and just being you know winning that game too in general. Just being able to control the glass. If I'm a role player, the best player for me to play with is Jokic. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because when you said anybody, you could be KCP, Aaron Gordon. All of those guys. They were fit, right? <laughs> they would just fit right there. Don't matter. <laughs> we all feel with Jokic. Yeah. And then I'm thinking about other guys who I like, but it's like, ah, if I'm a role player, don't want to play with Luca. He's pound pounder. Don't want to yeah, play with no. Bron. He's pound pounder. I got to change all of these things to yeah. compliment Bron. Even with Steph Curry, I, I got to cover up a lot for Steph Curry at times. Jokic, you got to cover up some shit for him too, but it's just like, I do like the Steph Curry argument though, because if you are a role player and you can fit in and you can buy in and learn the system, mm-hmm. you can definitely eat off of Yeah, it. we you saw Dan- Dante's doing it. He's Gary like, Payton. Yeah. Gary Kevon, Payton. Kevon Looney's like the perfect. Kevon Looney. Yeah. Gary Payton didn't really have a career before the Warriors. Kind of no, bounced absolutely. around and was trying to hang on. And he went there and was able to. They wrote a they wrote a co- column. He had applied to be like the video manager for the Warriors. Like he wasn't even thinking about an NBA career anymore. Um, and then they brought him in for a workout and he made the team. Sean Livingston. Come in and just fucking win multiple championships and look at like a dog. Like, Can we uh, talk about Aiden though since we own this series? Let's get, let's get to Aiden. Because. First of all, his team had a home game. We talked KD and Book, absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, they had 86, and if you add uh, DeAndre Aiden to the pile, they had 90 points, all three of them. And then they won this game. Jacques Landell gave them great minutes off the bench, and instead of being in the, yes, we're, our series is alive, because, again, you go down 0-3, you fucking lost the series. That's yeah, the end of the series. Which is what Malone told his players. And if, instead of being like, yes, we live to see another day, we got a fighting chance, it's moping. It's being upset in the huddles, and it's not showing up to post game interviews. And it's like the the amount of selfishness in that is ridiculous to me. Now I understand being upset because you are a guy that they pay max money to. You're you, you're human at the end of the day. You want to hoop. I understand that, but to to not be able to take your personal self out of the situation and look at it from a broader view is 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 a terrible mindset. Yeah. If you lose this game, the season is over. And yeah. in this specific game, Jacques Lando was the better option. He was. Because I, he hustles. Bro, he, and he damn cares, near, it seems like. Damn near felt like he didn't show up to the game list. Bro, we, yeah. you remember we we uh we all the Discord yesterday, but we weren't talking, like everybody was doing their own thing. I'm watching the game and I unmuted my mic just to say, DeAndre Aiden ass is weak. Because he I'm pretty missed sure that we layup all said at the rim. Yeah. And not even talking to each other, I'm pretty sure we all said that at one point, like, man, DeAndre Aiden sucks. I don't see it just, anymore. I, I, you know what? I, I'm now tapering my expectations for him. Yeah, yeah. a lot. It has to. Yeah. And, and, and I, I don't want to go full throttle on him. 
And the reason I don't want to go full throttle on him. Two years ago, he was amazing against the Pelicans. He was. And the reason I don't want to go full throttle on him mm-hmm. is because, like you said, you taper the expectation. Last postseason and last year, I doubted the Suns the whole way through. Y'all looked at me crazy. He was one of the best teams, if not the best team in NBA. I said they're not a contender. And part of the reason was because of his ass. I, I just can't buy in. Now they have Anthony. I mean, Anthony. They have Kevin Durant, which is a huge difference than Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges, with all due respect. When you have a healthy uh, Chris Paul, it's like, oh, you don't really have to expect much from Aiden. But, I mean, the shit that he's giving you in this fucking series is less than what I was even tapering my expectation. And then when KB, I didn't even know that Mm -hmm. about the postgame. And I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to be honest with everybody in here, because anytime that I do something right or even the Aaron Gordon thing, how I was quick to say, man, see, I was born. This series has been born to me. So this is the one series where I haven't really seen post-game interview. I heard Mike Malone's. I might hear Monty because once the game is over, I'm mm-hmm. still watching the game. So I see Kevin Durant's post-game with Shaq and them and all of that shit. But I I don't go out my way to go hear what Aiden has to say. No, I, so I don't I know that he's missing. I've been finding this mm-hmm. series more entertaining than some of the other ones. Like This is my least. What series is least ent- entertaining than this one? Because Philly this comes on late. So by the time yesterday, Mike says, "AP, hey, after this game, we should play." I said, "Mike, we can play now during the game because when this is over, I'm out." I feel like during the Philly game, I was falling more asleep, and then like the Suns game, I was I was up for it. Like I was like, "This is kind of more so back and forth." Okay, so I mean, yeah, last night's game had that moment, but the yeah. first two games that was really missing. Yeah, and yeah. I will admit, I started cooking my pizza doing that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it got to a point where I was like, "All right, I got I, I did the dishes. I put my pizza in the oven. I took my clothes out the dryer. It definitely was yeah. a little bit of a turn of my back to it." But uh, so, Monty Williams addressed playing Jock Lando instead of DeAndre Aiden late, saying Aiden wasn't having his best game but praised Lindale's energy and running the floor and open lanes for his teammates and then DeAndre Aiden exited the arena before the Suns locker room opened to media Monty Williams gave high praise to Jock Lindell's effort again he did so, he also gave he also also DeAndre Aiden ignored Chris Paul on two high fives after a deep you remember they opened up the third quarter I think it was on a mm-hmm. nice run when they were yeah. down or whatever you know uh, the Sun, the Nuggets called timeout boom 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 Chris Paul you know sideline trying to be extra as he always is um, try to dap up DeAndre Aiden. Don't touch me, bro. It don't surprise me, though, because, and I don't know DeAndre Aiden to a personal level as a person, so nothing that I'm saying is, I'm not trying to down his character, but right. based off of how I see him perform and how I play and how he plays, it doesn't surprise me that he would not shake his teammate hands or he would leave the, he plays soft, so it yeah. feels like he would be fragile. Bro, and when, and that's crazy, because Chris Paul's the guy that I remember hearing him say, hey, big fella, we gonna get you paid. Mm-hmm. So, like, Chris Paul's, like, on Aiden's side. Like, he wants to help And I think him. you need those type of things, and this is... Totally different players, though. But there was a time where I feel like this was when Kevin Durant started the game off like one for eight, one for seven or whatever. And he just missed a layup like a bunny. And he just headed. He just like he put his head down for a second. And D-Book went right up to him. He like picked him up. He's like, nah, like, come on, bro. Like, Moses Brown shit. Yeah. And I think it's just like you need those type of moments, especially from like your point guard. Hands. Yes. Jalen hands. You need that because it's like we still in this. Like we still believe in you. It's just that extra pat in the back. Kevin Durant said in his postgame interview, I'm looking forward to a big game from him next game. Um, And that's all there is. You got a lot. And you know what's crazy? The key word from that Monty Williams post. Effort. Is effort, energy, because that's all it was. Jack Lando came into the game with immediate energy. He was also he picked up like two fouls quick as hell, but he came in with energy too. I forget what he was doing defensively. It it might have been hedging. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but Monty Williams going into the fourth said it like, yeah, Jock Landale's been doing this. He was doing a good job at blah, blah, blah. We need Aiden to be better at it. Mm-hmm. Um, he ain't been doing a good job of it so far. And that type of shit, Aiden be like, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. I, I wish that Aiden would just have a sense of like self accountability. It seems like whenever shit don't go his way and like it's his fault, he just kind of just pelts. Well, he needs to and be I traded. Just, I would. Yeah, I mean, I would not be against that. Hey, I, at this think, point, I would. I don't think he's a, a center that the Suns could need do that. Thank to you. compete. Like, at this point, I don't believe it. Need or want? Yeah. It's clear that they want a Nicholas Claxon. They want a hustle oh, guy who can shit. catch a lob and will run the floor. They don't <laughs> want a guy who who has uh, Aaron Gordon playing small ball five, and I'm taking a turnaround jumper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like MB, Marcus Smart's guard. I mean, he's taking uh, fall away <laughs> mid range shot, whatever. But they don't want that. They would much rather set the screen for Chris Paul, let him get into the penetration and open up the floor, and you either roll or you get this offensive rebound when he kicks it out to Devin Booker. Aiden wants to. Hit me in my hand, Chris. I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna back him down, and I'm gonna yeah. do this little fall shot. That's not the type of basketball that they're trying to play. If we lo- if they lose last night, um, the conversation is completely different. Cause I think we talked about okay, what's next for Aiden, and what's next for Chris Paul too? Because mm-hmm. I mean, again, he's he's injured again, and he is old as fuck. He might be. A, he might continue with Boogie. Wow. <laughs> no, on some real shit. I'm happy for Boogie because I seen a clip. Yeah, but it broke my heart, man. I I, I love Demarcus Cousins. Oh, I, I haven't seen a clip. I want to see. I, a clip. I, I love he hit somebody Cousins. with a behind the head, down. and he was having fun. Yeah. And it was happy for me to see because I, I I think about guys like him all the time, and I just I don't know these guys, but like I'm such a fan that I just be wishing them well and to see him having a good time and buying into it to extend his career. It made me happy. It's the same thing with Carmelo in Game Two with with Kai and his son, and you could see them celebrating when the Knicks were closing it out, and it was just. It's certain guys who you're just a fan of so yeah. much, and you don't have no problem letting the world know. Like, man, I'm I love this dude game so much that I, I'm I'm a fan. Twenty one and fifteen for book. That's how I feel about. Man, I'm like, man, I used to just see him pop up on my talent certain times, hooping in the runs, but I'm like, this motherfucker ain't in the league. And it's, it's crazy because like you can see like Boogie and Dwight Howard like being like solid backup centers. Like they can do that job still. But I remember like, Boogie was killing for the Nuggets. Yeah, and he just. But I I, I love I love Boogie man. They gave that I job to DeAndre him. Jordan. And you know what really had me going? What? Two K had the nerve to drop them cards. Oh Boogie yeah. He got the cards. I'm what like, team? Uh, was he on the Kings? He got one with the Kings and one on the Pel. The one with the Kings is the better one, but one with the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I'm oh man, Boogie. How, how many people from the 2018 draft are you taking over DeAndre? Talk to me. Well, I'm taking Luca. I'm uh, taking yeah, Trey Young. That's the okay. I'm taking Jaron Jackson. Yep. I'm taking Mo Bamba. I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You still I'm joking. got Shea in this draft. I'm joking. I'm, I'm taking Shea. Shea. Are you taking Mikael Bridges? I'm taking Mikael and Mikael. MPJ Mikael. in this draft. As- <laughs> That's crazy. Is it MPJ in this draft as well? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. So, yeah, MPJ as well. You're taking MPJ as well. Uh, Is that, I that's don't a, know. That was the boldest one. I, I don't one. know. The other five, 100%. I was joking about Miles Bridges. MPJ... MPJ is tough because he's such a jump shooter. I don't know if I want to take that. Robert Williams is in this draft class. I'm taking Robert Williams. Oh, yeah, Robert Williams. Um, I mean, the only reason Jalen Brunson is in this draft class. I'm taking Jalen Brunson. The only reason I'm not. Mitchell Robinson's in this draft class. I'm taking Mitchell Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) Mitchell Robinson is what the Suns want. They want Claxton. They want Robinson. They want Jared Allen. They want guys who have 17 rebounds and four points if they need it. Mm -hmm. Jacques Landell is in this draft class. I'm, t- I'm taking eight. <laughs> That's great. Enough is enough. I'm taking eight. 
Yeah. That's I love MPJ. He just shoots so many jumpers. Is Wendell in that draft? Um, yes. Yeah. The Bulls took him. I didn't even think of but did, would you take him over? I'm um, taking Wendell Carter. Um, I'm going to take it's close, but Colin I'll, Sexton while we here? No. No, Colin okay. Sexton, no. Absolutely. Not. Only reason I ask is. Only reason I ask is I saw a tweet yesterday that was like, the Suns are lucky that the Kings took Marvin Bagley because that's the laugh of the draft instead of them picking DeAndre 8 and 1. Especially when you consider Luca was right, th- right there. <laughs> it's right there. Oh. Uh, and their coach at the time had a relationship with Luca. Yeah. And they was like, nah, fuck that. We didn't give him that much power. We want to go draft a big we, we want to get a we might fire him in, We might fire him in six months anyway because Devin Booker is on his ninth coach in his third year. Yeah. Luca and Devin Booker will be a crazy backcourt together. I'd rather them beef. Right. I mean, yeah. all, look at, no, think about yeah. all the lore that we've got with them going against each no, other. Yeah, them now. going against each other is way more fun. Right? Yeah. It would still be but crazy to see them at the backcourt. Because we might not be having Chris Paul ride Devin Booker wave to that finals. <laughs> True. And Devin Booker might actually have a ring instead of having to have his expectation on that aging guy. I'm joking. I'd just be saying that to mess with KB. Chris Paul, I love you, Cliff. I love you. So disrespectful. Let's not forget that every team that he goes to, uh, winning percentage goes up by 30%. He can't win without losing. I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm okay with that being his resume No I love Chris Paul though I, I love Chris Paul I have a love hate relationship with Chris Paul But I love him Yeah I do too You do? I hate the antics But I love the player You know Yeah I hate when we doing all the extra stuff Me yeah. too I love that he a snitch I think that's funny Just Who like was that um, snitch yesterday? Oh Grant Williams oh, Grant Williams, Williams That Grant was crazy was He went out of his way to snitch which, on that Which player? Uh, I think he, 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 he like kicked the, the ball. He, kicked the ball. he was like, "Ooh!" But, yeah, but it, it he, wasn't like no. When they talked about it, I thought he like booted it. He just did like a little soccer thing. Yeah, and that's like, against the rules, I guess. The funniest, the funniest shit Chris Paul ever did, and what I love to use on Twitter is when he's fake laughing at Steve Kerr. Oh yeah, yeah. that was when the Knicks, when the Knicks lost or something, and the Miami Heat. Pe- no, we won, and Miami people was like, "Oh, referees!" Uh, and I would just post that like. <laughs> He's got too many damn commercials well, I'm now, sorry, too. Didn't, Ron, didn't Rondo I, I, spit on him? Rondo? Yeah, no, Rondo. He, he spit on Rondo, and that's what got him yeah, two Rondo pieces. Oh, okay. No, okay. <laughs> I, I try to remember what happened, but no. So Chris Paul spit on him, and then he two-pieced him up. <laughs> yeah, two-pieced him up yeah. real quick. <laughs> and Brandon Ingram was there. Nipsey was there. Rest James in peace. Harden. Nipsey was putting up his pants. You know what that reminds me? Have, have y'all ever seen those photos where it's like, no matter what fight going on, it's, it's two of them. It's Russ always be lurking, and it's always Clay. And they always in the background look like they Russ ready. Had his back. <laughs> <laughs> Russ had that suit on. What, what was going on? Russ was uh, lurking like, uh. Also, when they uh, got him looking like he the what's it called? What's that damn? What's that mascot? Where's that the fight? For the McDonald's? Not the McDonald's one. For per Notre Dame. Oh, fighting oh, Irish. Irish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. And the coach is holding them back. Isaiah Stewart. Speaking, oh, of Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart. speaking of Isaiah Stewart, let's dive into the Lakers, man. That's that's the series I wanted to talk about. Wait, let's get some closure on the Suns. Where do y'all think is going to happen? I got the Nuggets. I got the Nuggets. I got the Nuggets, I got the Nuggets winning this next game. I do, too. And I just don't see the, the 86 points. Yeah. I don't think they're going to go on a KDN. Are y'all ready? I don't, to, I don't think they're going to go on a LeBron and Kyrie type run and like be so dominant. Are you ready to eat your words if Aiden comes out with 40 and 15? Absolutely. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, I, 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 will, I will apologize I publicly. I would be forced to, I guess. I'll say do it again. But we, then I, I could also see him doing that and then coming out and having four points and not playing again. So. Yeah. 
But KD, KD is expecting a big game, so it's going to happen. Um, you, you said, what'd you say? You don't think they'd go on a Kyrie and LeBron run? Yeah. They have role players that pull up at least double-digit points. <laughs> Kevin Love went going out and getting eight yeah. points. You know what I'm saying? Hey, TJ Warren had a timely bucket, though. That motherfucker. And, and, and Terrence somehow on that, he just swishing shots. I see he switched that. That motherfucker rattled it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way he just clanked the shot right before that. And then they, they showed fans. They were like, oh. like They were like, they were so like just happy that that fell in. But we can transition. You said the Lakers, right? Damn. I would talk in that finals that they came back from down 3 1. Do y'all want to guess what Kevin Love averaged? 15. Anybody else want to take a stab 12. at it? 12. Anybody else want to take a stab 21. at it? 21. Eight points per game. Oh, seven games. Oh, he played six games that series. Oh, but he rebounded and he played switch defense on Curry. Oh, he got the stop on Curry. Yeah. But he did shoot uh, 36 percent from the field that series in 20. They How won. Many, <laughs> how many rebounds did he have? They won seven. Oh, hell no. Tristan Thompson averaged 10 to 10. Shout out to Tristan. He might average that the rest of this Lakers Literally. series. <laughs> oh, I just forgot all about that shit. Uh, yeah. Lakers, man. Um, you want to start? Well, game one yes. was a, a way better game because it was more so the Anthony Davis game that I felt like we needed to see him have, and he did. So it was great to see. But Let's stay on game one. Let's stay on game one. It's. I felt like it was just back and forth. I, um. It was a lot of things that went well for the Lakers in game one, but it was just it just didn't feel like they could, you know, consistently do that. Oh, really? I don't. I don't just because it's it's all on Anthony Davis. It's literally on all Anthony Davis, and he hasn't really done that for like three, four games straight. Oh it's God. always just like on and off, on and off. I've they they've been calling him every other Davis. Because he'll have 30 and then he'll have 12. And then he'll have 36 and then he'll and have you 15. And you just, again, as the farther we go, you just don't have room yeah. for that. Like, you need that every other game. And I feel like that's the only thing that's separating him and that Giannis discussion. Yes. It's just, it's not every game. Every yes. game. He already missed time. And then when you are playing, you every other day. So, yeah, that's going to take a toll. But you know what? They said on the broadcast, uh, 20 straight games for Anthony Davis. That was a, That's like the longest streak since the bubble. And I, you know, I'm just going to look at it in his perspective, and I'm going to say thank you, Anthony Davis, for being available. Because on the other side, you can be What's like, available in game 20 two? games. Like, you spoke, that's, like, oh, that's almost expected, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's one-fourth you know? of a season. Yeah. But um, the reason I felt indifferent to you, and after mm-hmm. the game one, I was I, in the game when I was laying, and I was thinking, I'm like, these fucking Lakers are going to really make me eat my word. Because remember I said, if the Lakers prove me wrong, I will come on this platform and say I was wrong. In the Lakers jersey, can we add that? We get you a if Lakers it, jersey. If 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 it's uh who 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 jersey would I want? Trey Brown Jr. No, Tristan Thompson. No, I need somebody who's gonna be on the team next year. Uh, Austin Reeves. LeBron. Oh, he's a free agent. Now LeBron's everybody wants. I need LeBron's Anthony jersey. Davis. I've been hyping this Anthony Davis agenda. Okay, and I wanted signed. I said uh, <laughs> I said if they win a the championship, I get a Darvin Ham jersey. Good luck finding one teams, of those, buddy. Tell, <laughs> tell me two teams he played for in his career. Um, I did a video recently where he got drafted to the Bobcats in an expansion draft. The Pistons during that game, they played a highlight of him dunking on someone. I have a, I have a fucking shirt That's one from that run, and Darvin Ham is on the shirt. The Nuggets. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm sure he played for about the teams. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but I thought Anthony Davis could replicate that just because I think nobody on the Warriors can fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And I think somebody said on the broadcast, I can't remember. Maybe it was a fan Gundy. And he was saying that 
it seems like Anthony Davis has the big game and he comes into the next game knowing he's going to see some different defenses or whatever, and he just kind of folds. Like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm just going. And it's like, I, I respect Draymond. I respect Draymond as a defender. Draymond, he's giving up like six, seven inches. Well, should, not like five inches. Kinda. He should not. He should not really give a fuck that Draymond's guarding him. Yeah. I think it's, I think Draymond just gets in his head, honestly. I think that's probably the main reason. What Draymond do to get in his head? Draymond just be like the energy and like the tenacious. I, I feel like Anthony Davis don't be prepared for like that energy that Draymond's going to bring at him. But is that getting into his head or is that I just think so. out physically? I think, that's, I think that physicality also is something that just like he doesn't really want to play Because with. I would assume, I would assume since Anthony Davis has gotten to the NBA, that's been people's approach to him is that I'm going to be physical with him because he came in. If he's always been a thinner a guy, thinner body, yeah. So I, I think at this point in his career, somebody physically being physical with him is that getting into his head at this point, or is he just mailing it in because it's like, oh, they're going to focus on me more. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's, it, it's so much on him because I. LeBron had a really good, like, in terms of just scoring the ball and putting the ball in the cup, he had a pretty damn good game for game two. He had a good half. He scored two points in the second half. He had a good half. Yeah. I but it's just it, like, I'm not, I, I I need to be able to expect more out of Anthony Davis and expect more out of LeBron at this point in the career. I think careers. that Draymond Green did an amazing job denying the ball. And when Anthony Davis did get the ball, he, he pushed him so far away from the basket that it wasn't anything like significant. Uh, and you know what's crazy? And that Kirk coasted his ass off. He made the adjustment. Obviously, Kevon Looney was uh, sick, so that's one of the reasons why he didn't start. But adding Jermichael Green opened the game up for them offensively so much more because you had to pull Anthony Davis, who'd been the most dominant defensive player in basketball. You pulled him away from the rim because when you were running Kevon Looney and you were running Draymond Green together, Anthony Davis can afford to just sit down there. And now it's Jermichael Green who had some big shots, and now you're like, okay, we actually have to fucking guard him. <laughs> and it, it allowed them to get more possessions because Anthony Davis is not sending a pin anymore. Talked about it earlier, KB. Mm-hmm. Jermichael Green had on my list. He would have to made nine for me to <laughs> Anthony Davis do what you do yeah make nine because yeah. his ass had a That's couple where he was missing I'm like oh shit Jermichael <laughs> I do love I did love to play from Steph I think Steph may not have had the most like scoring dominant game but if you look at the way he played and like how he was facilitating and like using his gravity yeah was, to like get everybody open and get open shots I thought that was amazing <laughs> I see that tweet that had Steph Curry stats and the last thing is that 21 gravity assists. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> that but no, also no bullshit. Like you, you could definitely see like Lakers had some plans to trap him or try to like obviously play yeah. tight on him. And he kept finding, he just kept making the right play. And the whole night they were playing like four on three basketball or just like, you know, they had the advantage numbers. And you see players like Draymond, Michael Green have open layups all day because it's so what? much attention. But you know it's rigged. They want to see the Lakers themselves in the finals. <laughs> 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 that sounds like a couple people I know, yeah. It's, as stupid as it sounds, I think the Lakers played a good defensive game. Offensively, they haven't been able to score. You That's, think so? I, I, I feel I mean, like they as like, good as you could against the. And obviously, okay. they lost by a thousand points. And I'm only looking at the first couple quarters because by the fourth quarter, nobody's playing. Right. But I think that they played a decent enough game where they could have still walked out of there with a victory if they had any offensive firepower. I mentioned earlier how this is the the prime series when it comes to. 
the opposing team not trusting anybody, mm-hmm. no one on the Lakers has earned the trust from Steve Kerr and his guys to contest a three-point shot. Not Austin Reeves, not D'Angelo Russell, not Troy Brown Jr., his 12 minutes, not even Rui Hachimura, who's been shooting the hell out of it. All of his shots are uncontested. Not even LeBron James. They're saying, fuck all of that. We're not going to allow Anthony Davis to give us 30. We're not going to let LeBron James get to the basket. If Braun want to hit six threes, we know he was shooting 16% from the three-point line before this game. We'll live with it, and they lived with it, and it won them the game. And I think they should. I think they're going to continue that because yeah. the Lakers are the Lakers fall victim to it anyway. It's no reason LeBron shouldn't be trying to post up. He's. I'm. I'm tired of the settling, and I like to be the way he started the game. He got. He got to his spots. He hit a couple early. Then he started hitting the threes, and now opens up everything. But he hit then, that crazy one. Um. Yes. That's just such. He a was in his mid range bag in yes, the first half. Yes. I, and he needs to get that. And the closer he gets to the basket, the more unstoppable LeBron James is going to be. Mm-hmm. The same thing, Anthony Davis. And then I feel like in that third quarter when it, they came out in the half and they was spanking y'all. Why wouldn't you put Rui in real quick? Because he had the first uh, just off of the first half. <laughs> what, no, what part are you asking? I was gonna say because he had that bet going <laughs> on. He had a bet going. He had on. a parlay going on. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> I agree. Man. Our offensive consistency has always been like just it's just inconsistent. Just to and put I it think it's all predicated on how Anthony Davis is playing. Uh, that's a big part of it. But defensively, I just felt like they just got what they wanted in terms of looks for three too. Not only were they oh, getting Clay late, Thompson was ridiculous. Clay Thompson oh, yeah. had Clay a ridiculous Tom? game, but I felt like they like the way they run their their offense is obviously nobody's guarding Draymond. They don't really pay t- too much attention, but he does so many dribble handoffs and Anthony Davis is sagging off. He doesn't get up in time to go contest those or hedge because he's sagging on Draymond that's Green. That's good coaching. That's how that's how Steve Kerr has always so I, negated the fact that Draymond can't shoot. We're mm-hmm. going to have him do a dribble handoff with the best shoot of all time. You yeah. have to make a decision. You have to come up. If you do, then Draymond's going to cut, and he might make the layup. Uh, or he might throw the lob to Wiggins. He more, might do, it's a yeah, lot of I'm different options. Him to make yeah. that play. And he might be the best in the world at that decision. Yeah, I'm gonna sure. go for a layup. I'm gonna kick it here. I'm gonna do whatever. Like he does it in a such a split second that is seamless, and then everybody can't do that. No, yeah, no. Hey, I'm gonna say another name that come to mind because I've seen that shit a lot. Robert Williams be making a lot of short passes. He just can't stay on the fucking floor. Even yesterday, he hurt his arm. I mean, like, is he gonna play next game? We don't even know. Yeah, he fell in the damn bleachers and trying to way it goes, I think this too is, much hustle. This is a. Like a little challenge for Darvin him too, because you need like you need some chess play in this game. You can't just out out you know what play to do. We talked about it. What happened? Watching the garbage time of this game was crazy to me, because you see a guy like Malik Beasley who That's can what I was offer say. all you were, mm-hmm. who can offer the shooting. And it's like, how did you get out of the rotation, bro? You know what he didn't shoot. Though? He can't. He, can't. he <laughs> wasn't shooting. I don't ball. even know if it was that more than. Do you trust him? Going against the Warriors defensively. No. Yeah. No. And that was the thing. Is but, he, who do you, but who are you trusting? I guess he tries Trey Brown Jr. a little bit more. <laughs> because I talked about that as one of my worries for y'all. That, that intricacies to this offense forces you to communicate. And as good as y'all defense has been, y'all always have been poor communicating. LeBron teams are just poor communicating. Because he don't say shit. And when somebody scores, you just look at him. We, what, what happened yesterday, KB? This, somebody ran offensive to, the, it was an somebody offensive ran to the glass, got an offensive rebound. He's looking around. And like, it was on him. Out, and he was looking out. like this. <laughs> I think it was Wiggins. Just Wiggins crashed the glass for offensive rebound. And LeBron just looking around and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, when it was his fault, right? Yeah. What, what about your guy, Mike? Hold on. Let me see if I got this stack. I, Austin Reeves. What about Austin Reeves, man? 
How, he's how been struggling. Not has been. It hasn't been his series. Has it been this? It's been a little bit longer than this series. I, I think it's like played, a, it's he, since he like game his, one. I think solid against the Grizzlies. Um, since this is from Reddit, by the way, Austin Reeves since declaring himself him in game one, <laughs> he's been shooting thirty nine percent from the field and twenty nine percent from three. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, he just been struggling. He I think he's purpose. had he's had a got a lot of good looks that just didn't he go down. He doing it on purpose so he can stay with y'all. <laughs> I, hey, I still trust in Austin Reeves. I still feel good when he's shooting the ball or just making him play. But I just feel like some whistles haven't gone his way, and he just missed some open shots. Really, yeah. He gonna I mean, be better at home. He's also right? what? This is year Role two. Players do play better at home. <laughs> Who? Somebody said that on the broadcast yesterday. Was that Richard Jefferson? I, I think, think Richard so. Jefferson yeah. said it. I've heard that in the and recent. I was game. like, oh, I, I know D Mills watching, but I guess he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't watching. He was watching. Somebody snowfall. tweeted me. No, somebody tweeted me the quote. It was like something. He ESPN shut that snowfall down oh. quick. That's all they was talking about yesterday. How far are you with the snowfall? To us, I just started season one, season two. So you got through the first season, yeah. And when did you start? Like two days ago. Yeah, like two or three days. ago. Me and him was talking, (laughs) and he calls to me. He says, "Man, I I say, Derek, you crazy? Like why? I'm like, snowfall has been on for eight, like seven, (laughs) eight years, and you just started, like a true hype beast. Like all the people that wear dunks, like myself, dunks Mm. have." Dunk's been around since we was in Burr Ridge and all type of shit. Never gave a fuck. And all of a sudden, we just dunked out. We just all just dunking. New Balance. There you are. Just New Balance crazy. Me, my dad used to wear New Balance to work. And me and my brother used to be like, <laughs> you old. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> but TV is different. Mike is on it too right now. He started. Like I just of started Game of Thrones. I just started Game That's of Thrones. That's even worse though, because Game no. of Thrones ended like two, three years ago. That's why it's not worse. Because he was sleeping. It's like, you know what? I let me dive in. But it's worse for Derek because it literally end it just ended. And the second thing is Mike <laughs> has probably been aware of Game of Thrones. Derek told me, I'm like, why did it take you so long to watch? He said, I never knew about it. Oh, nah, that, he yeah, never knew about it. Yeah, that, that's crazy. crazy. I oh, I knew about Game of Thrones. It was one of the. It's hard. I not feel like to. people it, have those type of world. shows, or just anything that's like, if something's real hot and you haven't seen, it, you're like, I'm just not gonna see it. Like I don't know the what it anti-hype is. Anti hype piece. Yeah, it's that. It's that type of. That was that. That was me in Game of Thrones. But then I finally got into it because I was like, I need a show to watch, and I know this is like one of the best shows ever. So why not? I'm right with you. I you had fucking with it to, though. Yeah, okay. I had gotten into Game. Of I Thrones. like sci-fi. When it was ending, because I, when it was so much going on, I'm like, oh, I want to get into it, but I don't want to put too much pressure on myself to get caught up. So I was like, you know, it is what it is. You know what I did? It. After season seven, I started watching it, and it was like, I'm going to catch up so I can watch season eight with the world, because I knew it was going to be the last season. Yeah. And I did, it took me like maybe two weeks. I fucking powered through it. <laughs> See, I'm only on like episode five. And I oh, started so you're like, not locked in. I'm not. There. I haven't had my day of locking in I'm or like whatever. I've only been getting like an episode or two a day in. I'm on like season three because I hop around so much because like I'm watching. Okay, I'm, I'm in the middle of Game of Thrones. But I've been in the middle of that for like years now because I'm also <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> See, of the, the, See, that, that sounds like it's going to be me. Of The Wire. Soprano. I still need to get back into the wild. I think I need to start season two. Soprano. I had watched the whole Sopranos and I had stopped in like the last season. So now I'm rewatching that. I, I did that with Shameless. I, I, Shameless. I, Shameless. I feel like I started Same watching it. I watched it for like five seasons and then I stopped. And now I Same. feel like, and now I'm like, fuck. I, I don't want to go back. Yeah. Shameless is so good. But yeah, it don't make me want to go cool. back. I don't yeah. feel like I missed anything. Right. But the reason you're in a tough position is Shout because. Shout out to Emily Rosen. It's still, like that's Frank. the main character. Mm-hmm. I hate that the season two had started off. Never mind. 
Um, you hated it. I'm, never mind. <laughs> uh, you a freak. She's supposed to be loyal. She was just at the Knicks game. Was she? Oh, yeah. she was. They did know. like celebrity role and they showed her. Everybody went crazy. Then they show Axe and Bronson and nobody, nobody cheered. And I was disappointed. He was over there with the towel on. Boop, boop, boop. Um, that's Westside Gun. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, you still in the part where it could get spoiled for you. Just like dude yesterday when we was getting fitted, he yeah. was so thirsty to talk about it. And I wanted to get more into yeah. it, but I knew you was right there. So But that was so far away that oh well never mind. Y'all probably would have <laughs> Oh, he's talking about Game of Thrones and oh, uh, yeah, Mike spoiled a big part of Game of Thrones. No, Pierre, Pierre, Pierre spoiled the Mike. Oh we were talking like, about it. And it was one thing that I purposely spoiled. It, that didn't really do, but I wanted to like just fuck with him. <laughs> and then we they kept talking about it, and I accidentally spoiled some Damn. shit. Or like, luckily it was a season one spoiler, yeah, so it's not yeah. that oh, big of a deal. It wasn't like the end of the movie, yeah. the show. Yeah, like um, one of the main characters dies. Because it could have been somebody. It could have been somebody like maybe I'm a watch Game of Thrones now, and I'm just like. Well, a main character dies and everything. I didn't say which one. A main character dies, and I said it to Mike, like, man, when a main, when blah, blah, blah died, that's when I really got locked in. And they like, bro, you sp-. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm sorry. But I'm that sorry. is the moment that you, hooked me on, too. You just started Snowfall, too, didn't you? I watched the first episode and fell asleep, like, maybe three or four years ago, and I never picked it up since. And everybody talking about it. I get a little overwhelmed when we get to, like, they got I got eight seasons I gotta watch. I'd be yeah. like, eh. you strike I love when I see I got eight seasons. You to strike watch. me as a Derek where as soon as it's over, but I feel like you're more aware. So yeah, yes, you know I know about his ass yeah, nah. is like I've never even heard of it. Here's my question though. Can you be mad that somebody spoiled the show for you when it's like, bro, this came out like year yeah, like can, does someone have a right to be mad? Or is it like like you know, you just I don't question. think you. I don't think you spoiled anything about Game of Thrones, but that was you like all of it. All of it. Okay. That was like years you ago. Know, you, your mic is just peaking pretty, pretty heavily. All right. So I'm either bounce off of it just a little bit. Nah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you look good right there. All right, right cool. So you know that's my question. Can you be? Can Mike be mad at you for spoiling I don't think something? He can. I think what if he said purposely said, "Pia, don't say nothing," and then Pia said something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad because I. I feel like it'd be certain situations where I've seen a movie or me and Terrence have seen a movie or a couple of people have seen a movie and somebody hasn't. It's just like, the movie's been out for three, four months. If you were going to see it, you would have been seen it by now. The only thing that ever Facts. frustrates me too, as far as something being spoiled, is like the thing. If I'm watching the show, like for instance, I'm watching Snowfall and you tell me in season one. <laughs> you finna spoil it right uh, now. I'm trying to hope that. But if you tell me in season one, um, blah, 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 blah. What's the main character's name? Franklin. For, yeah, Franklin. I, I'm that show is so done to me that I just forgot Franklin's name. Crazy. Uh, if you tell me Franklin, hey. Franklin was gonna get kidnapped and have to sell the drugs, it's not big of a spoiler. I know the show is about selling drugs. I I agree. Now if I tell you that's not in, that big of a spoiler. If I tell you in, in the last season, Franklin's gonna get shot in his fucking head <laughs> and die, which doesn't happen. But right. If I said like, man, I couldn't believe it ended with Franklin. They threw him out the plane. <laughs> right. That's the whole show basis. Yeah. I would be pissed. Yeah. But it's certain things that they ain't really much of a spoiler. Hey, man, uh, D- Derek Franklin gonna have some obstacles. <laughs> duh. <laughs> yeah, duh, duh. You know what I mean? It's it, a drama. That's it, what it, happens. Exactly. That's that's why, if a nigga is standing outside a movie theater 
And it's one of the most highly anticipated movies that's coming. You know people's coming through. And that nigga standing outside yelling spoilers. Because he deserved to get arrested. That's a Simpsons yes. beat. That's he a does. Simpsons beat. Um, because <laughs> two reasons he why. Does. Two reasons why. A series, spoiler, is way different than a movie. Because a movie is a couple well, of hours. Yeah. Hour and a half. everything is right there in that moment. You're getting it in that one viewing. A, a I series could, you can you yeah. forget. I could, tell, I could tell him something right now he's not going to remember. I could tell him something. I could tell you something that's gonna happen in season five that you're not even gonna remember me right. saying because he, the character, don't even exist yet. Two weeks from now, <laughs> um, with him, a month from now, after he, you know, Literally. when he get to season five, he I ain't can talk to that. you about characters that don't even exist, so it won't even make sense. That's not spoiling it. In a movie, you're gonna tell me, "Hey, man, just letting hey, you know." Uh, you, did you see Bel Air? No, that's a show he he you should watch, bro. Yes. Okay. That's, that's a, a show you should watch too, bro. That's a good show. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, okay. yeah. That shit gonna blow you though, cause he gonna be he gonna be like playing uh in a high school game or whatever. <laughs> and he's gonna have like a layup he's going for. And then all of a sudden he's gonna he windmill that bitch. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that clip on it. On but if I told you like, yeah, uh in, in Fresh Prince, Sarah gonna she gonna cheat on him. You don't even know who Sarah is. I don't. <laughs> right. And that there is no Sarah in the show, by the way. But I'm just saying. But you'll you'll do something like that. You'll see people be like, "Oh, you spoiled it." And they'd be like, "What did I really spoil though? You just want to be bad <laughs> just to be bad." But you know, I do think spoiling a movie is way worse than a TV show. Way for worse sure. because it's like one sitting. It's right there. We hyping up. We get into this one part, and it's like, yeah, he's not gonna be the father. It's like, oh, what? it makes the movie anticlimactic at that point. Like, because yeah. it's like the whole. Story of it is now it's like taking ending. you. It's gonna take you five seasons to get to that built up of like, ooh, it's what happened. <laughs> That'd be a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They be spending a movie two hours. They spend a, a hour and forty five minutes setting up the little curveball or whatever they're gonna do. Y'all ever seen the movie The Gift? The Gift. This sounds no. sounds so familiar. Uh, I think so. Love that movie. I love that movie, and well, I love. Ooh, I think intro- I love introducing it to people. And having them watch, because I love to see where they mind at, because it's like, you don't know what's going on. I think I know what you're talking about. Is that on Netflix? I'll tell you, uh, I've seen it in the movies. Oh, shit. But um, but basically what it is, is this guy runs into, he's starting his family, his girl's pregnant, whatever, and he runs into a guy from high school. And the guy from high school is like, oh, man, look at KB, you're doing good for yourself, this your girl, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, imagine that. Imagine we rewind before Avery is born. KB is doing his thing. Suzanne's pregnant, and he runs into the store at Target, and he sees an old person from high school. One time, and the girl's like, who is that? Oh, just okay. some dude from high school. Yeah, I'm with you. They run into this dude again. A little bit more conversation. Who's the actor? I remember this movie. I remember this movie. Who's I remember the actor? This movie. It's, it's, a, it's a very prominent actor. I can, I can tell you. I'm, I'm looking at the cast right yeah, now. Yeah, he played in... Um, Jason, Jason Bateman. No, Jason. I think that... And then Joel, 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 Joel or Edgerton, I think is a dude that 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 dude ain't really big. It's the dude who played in um, Arrested Development. I don't know what the hell that is. Oh, that's the old TV show used to come on. That's how Jason Bateman. Yeah, got it's, it's Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's crazy. You don't know. You've never even heard of Arrested Development. <laughs> no, that's me actually either. That actually is crazy. <laughs> me either. For real? Because for a lot of people, it goes like The those. Office and Arrested Development, like are the two. Yeah. Workplace comedies that people love, Mm-mm. but um, Chris Pratt is in it. To make a long story short, he ran into this Arby dude from Plaza. high school. He's being real, like whatever. And the dude is kind of being a little 
friendly, super, super friendly, but dude, like, man, we ain't even kicking like that. Whole time, he used to bully him. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But he don't remember how bad he used to bully him. And dude kind of doing weird shit, and then he kind of putting pieces of it. His girl don't know that he was a bully. So he ain't telling his girl, right, like, I used to bully him. He's like, oh, some dude from high school. But when a dude being nice, his girl's like, why are you acting like that? He's a nice guy. But he whole time, like, oh, shit, this nigga, he might be on. But he don't want to tell his girl. And right. Then, and so dude, mind fuck him. Start doing shit. Go home. They got a nice ass crib, pond in the front. That's exactly what I remember from that movie. They had that nice ass crib or whatever. Bro, fucking Keanu Reeves is in this movie. I do not remember Keanu Reeves being in this movie. And what? Why? Why would you? He's a side character, apparently. Yeah, I mean, say he in it. I don't. No, 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 no. Is that the original? They remake it. The movie I'm talking about, I think, is just Gift. Okay. Not maybe not the Gift. Oh, the Gift. I was like. Now nah, I'm confused because I know about the gift, and that's kind of. <laughs> oh no, it is the gift. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of the 2021, uh, 2000 no, this one. This came was out a 2015. Yeah, 2015 is the Got one. Got you. Look at. 2015. Got you. Yes. I said a couple years ago. That shit damn near a decade ago. That shit came out. Don't don't do that. Because we graduated that year, so we, that means we've been out for a long time. But it's a, a movie time. that you're gonna have to watch, and you're gonna have to realize what's going on. Everything is like, what's he about to do next? What he about to do next? What he about to do next? And it's like, y'all ain't finna watch this movie, so I'm gonna just say what it is. He does a bunch of shit, and he gets to the point where at the end of the movie, <laughs> this dude has a question if the kid is his. He goes, he befriends the girlfriend, befriends the family, and this whole time he's doing shit and he's recording him. He drugged the wife, he recording him on top of the wife, and he gifts him the shit while the girl is delivering the baby. And so now dude is watching, and the baby again got delivered, and he's like, did you rape my girl? And it's just weird. It's just weird. But right. it's like he does all this shit to get him back. I don't think he did it, but he was just like, you know, you used to bully me. And dude didn't even really remember, like, how, and he didn't really understand. What happened was dude bullied him and started, like, a rumor, and it fucked his life up. Mm. Wow. Yeah, like, fucked it. He like, you don't even, you didn't even know like that rumor, you were saying my dad raped me or some some shit like that. And then they, they took me away from my dad. They put me in here. Like, I, I went through hell. Like, he didn't even realize what he had did to this dude. Wow. And so this dude came back and kind of fucked back with him. And he ain't, you know what I'm saying? He thought he was just going to be like, oh, that was Lil Gordo we used to fuck with. Like, yeah. no. Nah. <laughs> you used to, you fucked that man life up. Right. Wow. It's a good movie, though. Okay. Is is that your like your favorite type of like genre or like that thriller mystery? I love psychological. It's my favorite type. Psychological thrillers and you don't really know what the ending is. Like it It kind of takes you around. But I do like watching it with people to see to be like on edge. Like is that or I like watching movies. I like watching movies with people. To to I, love, I love a good rom com. How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, Fifty First Dates, Hitch. I got so many bars. Rom coms. They're good. Love a rom com. I can't stand uh, thirteen going on thirty. It'll make me laugh. Thirteen going on thirty is a classic. Devil Wears Prada. Devil Wears Prada is probably like top three movies I've never for seen me all movie. time. What? Devil Wears Prada. Really? It's a good. Hey, these hey, movies, let me tell you. There's this one scene in the movie is gonna make you think about you. She tell she's this. She just went off on this girl, right? And then she says, "Oh, and one more thing," and she looked down at her shoes, and then she looked back up at her, and she said, "That's all." And sends her off. When you had all six of them reds on that one day, <laughs> all somebody had to do. But, oh, one more Maybe thing, just like, be adding another color of red every time. <laughs> these, are re- these are good movies to have, especially for a guy like you. You in your bachelor phase, girl come over, 
Because you went to that horror shit. Every grain went and watched that bullshit. You throwing a double? <laughs> Kissing while Jason murdering people or something. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. We not, first of all, we not doing that. First of all, niggas don't know what I do when I got somebody you, you, over. You throwing double with his Prada? Over it's a wrap. You Over throwing, it. You, you throwing how to lose a guy in 10 days? What, Over who was it. that? K. Hudson? Yep, K. Hudson. K. Hudson and uh, Matthew McConaughey. And Matthew McConaughey. Oh, man. Over it. Because all that. Right, all right, all right. Um, Come what's on the, now. What's the one? <laughs> what's the one with uh uh is it friends with benefits? Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, no, and no, no, Mila no, no, Kunis? No, no, no. It ain't Ashton, it's Justin Timberlake. Oh yeah, that's Justin Timberlake. Wait, is it called Friends with Benefits? Yeah, Friends with Benefits. Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. You seen that, Mike? Was it in the movie? Say the movie again. Friends with benefits. No. These are movies where you sit with your girl, you chill, you watch, and you can and yes. you ain't miss much of the movie. Right. No, that's I'd rather watch like Fucking love don't cost a thing or something like that. My type of movie. <laughs> holy, oh, that movie like Kevin Hart. Oh no, you oh, was crazy. No, no, wait, no, I'm he was crazy. Whoa, no, crazy. How am I crazy? That's because, one of my. I like that movie. No, I'm not saying is no. Wait, what? He, what wrong? I'm thinking of Kevin Hart from you, and now it's on him. I want you to I'll say you what know, you said. I love. I like the movie Love Don't Cost a Thing, or just what movies in that nature. I think I'm thinking of a wrong movie. You are thinking of a wrong movie. You are. You didn't tell by our reaction. I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Christina Milian. I don't remember. You know? Do you know who Nick Cannon is? Yes. Yeah, wild and out. Okay. (laughs) I'm probably just not remembering the movie right. Okay. I don't know what I don't know what Kevin Hart movie I'm thinking. of. I don't even think Kevin Love uh, Kevin Hart was popping around. I don't think so. I think that movie was like in 2000. That's that's when Kevin Love was in the Soul Plane era. Kevin. Heart. You just made me do it. You said Kevin Love. I'm not, I'm, love don't cost a thing. Is that can that can play that? Man, listen, that can play if that would, role. If, if Dana told me, man, we should just chill tonight and watch a movie. That's the that's one of the last fucking movies I'm putting. I'm putting on Baby Boy before. It was I put in 2003 that. that movie was released. You ever seen Baby Boy? I no, I haven't Baby seen Baby Boy. You haven't seen Baby Boy? No, I haven't. And you crazy? If I'm saying you haven't seen some shit, then you know <laughs> you know it's crazy. Mike is the one here's making a, fun of you for not seeing something. Here's the thing. Is it rated R? Uh, I would assume so, yeah. yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch rated R movies as a kid. So how did you... Is Hitch PG-13? Hitch yes. is PG-13. My mom was very... You know, when I watched PG-13 movies, she would like do the eye thing. If there was like some kind of scene, if there was like a sex scene, maybe my mom might do that touch too. But like no, like training day, like there's so many... You want to go to jail or you want to go home? I had now that one I really really wanted to see, so I made an effort to watch it. But there's so many oh, like JD. classic, like y'all gonna lose it. I haven't seen any Fridays. JD said the movie. Wait, wait, you just Fridays? said it. I haven't seen any Fridays. Hey, I'm playing that shit tonight at the crib. Don't talk it. Time out. Well, also this basketball game song. I would rather watch. I had two TVs. I have like five TVs. Time out. Yeah, five. Okay, that's normal. I'm gonna be real with you, Omar. How old are you? I'm 25. The whole my mom shit is no longer an excuse. It's no longer an excuse. Unless your mom still is telling you that you can't watch, <laughs> you'd be surprised. But no excuse. I agree. I'm I'm not gonna say it's none excuse. of the Fridays is like. But I haven't seen any because Fridays. It, it, Do we have a nigga? We have a nigga in our friend group. Kyron will will them to tell you to. Well, he actually, will recite. You don't have to put the movie on. Just he have Kyron perform it for the you. movie. Like literally word <laughs> wow. for word for probably the first like twenty minutes of the movie. He it probably is longer than twenty. There, minutes. There's there's other like a lot of like sound effects included. Classic movies, but they rated all like I haven't seen like it was a long time before I had seen um what's Denzel and Ray Allen um Denzel, he got game he got game it took me a like that was a rated all Friday like, should have been before he got game. Mm. Friday. That's because they got you got Friday next Friday and then Friday after next. No, I've seen yeah. any. I'm right sure back to back to back. There's some other ones I definitely. So you never seen Boys in the Hood? No, I haven't seen. You've Boys never in the Hood. seen Menace to Society. 
No, I haven't There's seen no Sinister so you, Society. So you just couldn't watch black shit. movies. What black movies did you watch? Like rated R stuff. If if it had an R on it, I definitely what haven't seen it. What black movies do you know? Um, because this is an episode where we quiz them on black movies because they didn't know. He don't know Boys in the Hood. He really? Know, but they know it, but they didn't watch Boys in the Hood. Then they tell us they will lie to you and say wa- they did. We watching them. Me and KB say name. I'm about to watch Menace to Society tonight. That's my movie. Name me one character that played. I don't know. Have you ever seen Juice? No. Do you know anything about Juice? No. You know who played in Juice? No. That's fucked up. You don't know Tupac played in Juice? No. Even if you didn't watch it, niggas rap about, I got the juice like Pac. I got the juice like... like. Was Jada Pinkett Smith? Was she in there? No. No. That's okay. um, Poetic Justice. Poetic, Poetic Justice. Justice. I know that cover, but I haven't seen that either. Damn. I saw a TikTok that they were going around. I think it was Howard, like an HBCU. And they was like... What's what's an opinion or something you did that would get your black card revoked? And one of the dudes said, "I ain't seen none of the black movies," and they shunned his ass. Ooh, no, it's it, bad. It's crazy because I was forced to watch them, but I didn't like watch them. Like my mom would make me watch. Them. Literally had your like, eyes peeled back with some. Things. Like I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Do you to... see? <laughs> Have you ever seen House Party? No, that you was ever seen House Party. House Party's probably House Party's that testing. shit. That's the one. Dude, dude got the high top. Yeah, I seen the cover of it, dude. <laughs> I, I don't know. Light skin buddy got the little high joint. You have no no idea what they call him. No idea the kid in play. Kid in play. Nah. That's that movie too. You seen House Party? When, and so what's the, what's bad I about it? Is yeah, I don't think so, so you never seen New Jack City? No. You haven't seen New Jack City? I haven't seen New Jack City. You ever seen New Jack City? No. You seen New Jack mm-hmm. City. I, I don't even mean it. I call City. myself like a movie head too. You know what I'm saying? So I lose all my credibility <laughs> when I say stuff like that. You ever like seen that. White Man Can't Jump? No. White you Man ever Man seen Man. Harlem Nights? No. no. Have you, I, you ever seen White Man Can't Jump? Mm. Ain't even no reason to ask him. If it's rated R, he hasn't seen it. I mean, yeah, Harlem Nights is that. If it's rated R, have you seen Harlem Nights? I'm asking these I, Actually, I doubt I'm it. asking these movies, and I don't know that, they, that they, they're rated oh, okay, R. Okay, okay. But I, like Boys in Hood, I knew it was But like, it's Candyman. Yeah. Candy you ever seen Candyman? That's Man? rated R 100%. Yeah. It got sex in it? No, but it's just it's a horror movie. I've seen the new one. Hmm? Whatever. I was like, it's a scary okay. movie, so it's rated R. Oh, you seen Candyman? Yeah. I'm not really a the scary original? movie guy. Uh, I don't know which one. I, I've seen this, like the, the original. Candyman. Well, Candyman. did you see one in the last five years? No. Then you seen the original because oh. they remade it recently, and the remake was. Nothing beats the original. Let's be What's honest. What's love got to do with it? That's mm-hmm. probably rated R. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say no. Well, Ike slapping t- 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 no, no, like no, no. Have you seen any of the Medea movies? Yes, I've seen Medea movies. It's like yeah, it's like a what do you call it? It's not a documentary, but it's a biopic. Yeah. That's what it is. Exactly. You seen what, what love got to do with it? No. I know you seen because we grew up watching mm-hmm. it. Tyus used like the movie. Damn. Um, you seen Menace to Society? No. You yeah. know one character, one name. Menace Society is that movie. Um, Jason's lyric. Now is she wrong in that movie? Nah. For trying to take for trying to take him. Uh, now like, he's trying to him? prove that he's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's not wrong. She definitely wrong. That boy was like eighteen years old. Was he even eighteen? So. That motherfucker's just from the what's, what's I hate to get rated R. That's ATL. A good, that's a good coochie dootie. <laughs> oh, she had an old kid. She had an old kid. That's my point. Ain't and nobody allowed homie. to get that cut. I know. Yeah. That she was so bad. He backstabbed <laughs> his homie, raised his son, and was finna leave his hood and his 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 people. This close. Ass to do that to him. At one point in time, booty was more important than water. You know what that is? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know what that is? No. Oh, 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 you don't know Fleece Johnson? Nah. The booty Damn. warrior. The booty warrior. He he said he said ATL. <laughs> I said ain't nobody allowed. Ain't nobody getting no cutting in this house but me. 
So you need to see that. Yeah, several times. That was probably PG. They they run it on BT all the time. Several times. Roll bounce. But they run baby boy on. True, but they they cut out the ass of his. Was it? Love ATM boyfriend. Funny, you guys might think this is funny. I actually, Sam and I had a meeting and. And he's got like some classic movies he hasn't seen. I have some that I haven't seen. I was actually gonna tell. What's what's up? What, give me a movie, Sam said. Because Sam can't. classic movies like The Shining. Uh, I hadn't seen. Um, well, oh wow, I'm forgetting it. Forrest Gump. Okay, I hadn't seen Forrest Gump. That's a good movie to see. Though. I ain't gonna yeah. lie to you. You good? That's a good movie. It's to a see. good movie, but it's not one that's like, oh, I need to see it before I die. I don't know. I don't know, KB. I was I was a big uh, Lord of the Rings kid, I feel like he so I told him that too. he need to watch some of them Lord of the Rings movies. Movie. But <laughs> I was I was this close to telling Sam he need to watch ATL. That's that's a movie that I feel how KB feel about Forrest Gump. I, I don't need to watch the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I kind of feel like love, love love. I don't need love, to watch Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. I don't need to watch. Um, I try. I tried to. What's the homie on? But it's just not. What about Harry Potter? Try Harry Potter. I like Harry Potter. Harry Potter don't sleep though. Facts. You need to watch them black movies before you watch that <laughs> that, that wizardry <laughs> shit. I I agree. I <laughs> agree. It's shit. just Crooklyn. Y'all ever seen Crooklyn? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. I'm trying to think of black this, movies I have. Yo, That's Spike is, Lee. I've, is, yes, this is staples. Spike Lee got a lot of radar yo, stuff. You ain't a black man. She gotta have it. You ain't a black man. Don't do that. No, I'm doing it. Don't do that. You're not a black man. These are what? certain things that you have to. <laughs> what? You I've have seen to... some. Uh, I've seen life. The sound okay. not a black man. That's a good one. Love that. Literally okay. wrong. The upper room. You haven't seen boys in the hood. <laughs> he said it's literally wrong. Oh, okay, room. that shit don't mean shit. That is what's a the, black what's the one? What's the, what's the one where you say? At least you I see. love the game. I love the hustle. Le- what? What's that? You said what's that? That is an ass whooping for you. I've seen that though. I've seen it twice. I, I can't think. <laughs> tell, tell me, I don't even know. Paid in full. Oh, okay. Paid in full. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it twice. I just forgot the name of it. I've oh, seen bro. it. <laughs> I've that seen shit it like an interrogation tactic. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna name some movies, and y'all finna know them, and I'm taking away black from it. On it's his a, birthday? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I'm that taking twice. black out of it. It ain't, it ain't. Have you seen the Jungle Book? Yes, I see the Jungle Book. You seen the Jungle Book? Yeah. You seen the Jungle? Which one? So. Which one? You, the you ain't seen the original yeah, or the, the modern movie. version. Okay. I don't know. Derek, you getting a whooping? <laughs> you ain't seen the Jungle Book? Hey, he will, nah, he love animals too, so I oh, feel yeah. like that would be up his lane. We gonna cut the cameras this be, for this like. Be, this be, isn't that the one with the monkeys? <laughs> we give sixty seconds. <laughs> we gonna cut the camera. <laughs> all you gonna hear is there is there are monkeys in there. That's not even the target animal you should be talking about, bro. I believe you seen the Jungle Book. Where you nigga said the monkey. If you did see it, you would have been like six or five. I don't want you to play this something. You're thinking of Madagascar and shit. Nah, I was more of a Lion King guy. Have you ever <laughs> seen Ant Life? Ant Life? I've seen that movie. Yes, that's the shit. That's the shit I had on fucking uh, that's not VHS. Rated R. What, what VHS. Yeah, VHS? That's not rated R. I might R. still have that on VHS. So I'm definitely <laughs> it's, seeing, a you know, it's not rated R. It's a kids movie. <laughs> so look now, you know, I want into the chat. We don't talk about rated R movies. Oh, I was gonna say, don't they have the Love Bad Boy? Is it that a, was rated R though? Love Bad. I'm the, I'm a huge Will Smith fan, so we okay. we snuck that in as a Me kid. You seen a bug? We snuck that in as a kid. No. Damn, they were rated R though. I feel like it was two different movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking too. Have you seen? You just now haven't seen. See, kids' movie I might have unlocked. Um, I feel like that was more so like my parents. What would you say? You you said they were two different movies. What are y'all talking about? Bugs Life and Bugs Life. Life. Oh, I don't know if y'all know, but that's that's funny. Disney and like Pixar were going like. 
back to back so they like dropped the same type of mm. movie and like life better yeah but like you they dropped uh, the same type of movies for a while set it off is rated r y'all remember the movie right flushed the away it's rated r y'all seen the movie flushed away where it's just that yeah like a rat i seen he that gets flushed into the toilet i hate rats mm-hmm. so no. actually i just heard I about see, set it off on tiktok a couple days ago that's crazy that you didn't even hear about it yeah i don't know i didn't know what that was hey the end of that movie Made me cry when I was a kid. It was what like a again? scene from Set, Set it, off. it Off. And I was like, what is this? The end of that movie made me cry, bro. That was, Nutty Professor? That was when I yes, started. I, I, I seen the Nutty Professor. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's a Derek movie. That's, That's a Derek movie. If there's any movie. Derek movie, Nutty Professor is a Derek movie. You peeking too, Anwar. All right, let me work. Um, I know you ain't seen Booty I do want to say we also haven't talked about the the Celtics versus 76ers There's series. There's nothing to talk about when James Harden is playing that poor. That's what we got to talk about. You just got to get <laughs> got to give you credit to the Celtics, man. No, yeah, the, the Celtics the Celtics were on it. Um I love anytime you can go in there and spoil an MVP night. Um Joel Embiid was exhausted and tired. And he also had a moment where he fell again, and he was grabbing at his lower back. Oh, he Ooh. fell and stepped on uh, oh, the one on Grant Williams, Williams was nasty. That was crazy. I love Grant Williams' heart. He even told it like Joel and B's like, "Man, I saw the replay, my fall." And he was like, "No, nah, no, nah, this what, this what we here for. This yeah, is what we, we fight for this. Yeah, he's stronger than me. Definitely stronger than me. I would have been he's damn near out pounds of seven no, foot, for real. right on your face. And he trying to, you know, he trying to catch himself. So he putting a little effort yeah. on it. Yeah. He, he definitely stronger than me. Ooh, that's, Dana uh, said the wrong word to me. I missed two days. <laughs> Let alone Joel and B stepping on me. Right, but nah, I, a lot of credit to Jalen Brown too for taking on that James Harden challenge. She since. The game one where he he went off for that career night, he hasn't really been on I shit. Think he's been shooting seventy percent. He, he hasn't really been on anything. Terrible. And KB mentioned it earlier, but he had a lot of times during the game where it just looks like he wasn't. Joel Embiid in the fourth in quarter or, had to tell him to fucking go to go to the basket. He yes, he had a lot basket. of moments where he was playing blank at the rim and just either did not make the right decision or turned it over. But it's know? crazy because I think. I don't think he realized he could still be James Harden with Joel. Like he could still do what they need him to be what he was in game one. Is Joel's a, literally playing on a bad knee. He needs to just like it is take so over much, these games. It is so much tougher though. Yeah, but because when James was doing his thing, it was definitely more Houston like, space, like five out space. Five out, yeah. And now with Joel Embiid, I mean, he's guard garnering two people at all times, even when he don't got the ball. And you know, he's closer to the basket. So like, yeah, you, we can say that James should be getting to the basket because he should, but it's a lot harder when two people are automatically guarding Joel Embiid yeah. Um, yeah. at all times. So it, you know, it's a little bit tougher. And that's no excuse to shoot seventeen percent no. for two games. And some of the success they had in Game One was they were just constantly. Obviously, they were five out. But they were getting different defenders on James Harden, and they were really just letting Al Horford guard him, guard him on that island. But now they have Jalen Brown trailing constantly on those pick and rolls. Yeah, so even like, when he switching. gets to the paint, Jalen Brown is still lurking. That's why I even had one of those turners where it looked like he might have got his shot blocked, so he or he thought he was going to get his shot blocked, so he kind of just turned the ball over doing some other shit. But Celtics defense has been great. Yes. After yes. last series where they was giving up a million points, and then the first game where they gave a million points to just James Harden. The last two games, they've been bunkering down. I think they gave up less than 100 points in game two, and then this one was close to it. And all of this, what we're saying, was still a relatively close game until the last couple yeah. minutes. Yeah. I think Philly— They're definitely daring P.J. Tucker to shoot the ball, too. And he's not doing He's afraid I mean, for some reason. I think Philly Philly is easy to guard. Yeah, they are. So I want to I wanna give credit to Celtics, but at the same time, it's like P.J. Tucker is acting scared to shoot. James Harden is being timid, and when he's not making his shots, he barely is interested in even playing. Like he's one of those guys. Like he ain't making shots. You don't. Like he just want to go home. And then you send these bodies at Joel Embiid, and it makes him process the game a lot slower. 
and now the time is being judged. So they're playing a lot slower. They 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 foul hunt so much to try to get to that line. Tobias Harris didn't make one three last night. Like Sound like you put the over. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Maxi can be out of control. You know he was having a good. The first two games he was pretty consistent. Tobias? Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's and he's, bi- bet, he's bought in defense, defensively too. Mm-hmm. I, I bet on Tobias last night mm-hmm. too. So I knew what it was when Jason Tatum hit that uh fall away jumper to start the game. Mm-hmm. And then oh, he came yeah. back and hit the three. And then Smart hit the three. And then Tatum hit another. It's three. hard to bounce back when you give him six threes in the first yeah. quarter and you have six turnovers. Almost a perfect, perfect <laughs> bat for Tobias <laughs> Harris to come through. Uh, 200. It's a smooth two. And we already kind of knew two about. No, like, but we need that. We take 200 and we win two bands. True. We knew about like Jason Tatum's defense, but he's still showing, even, you know, scoring the ball. He plays a lot of elite defense. I felt like he had times where he was guarding James Harden or Tyrese Maxey and he locked up. I think he had one time where he had literally blocked uh, Tyrese Maxey's shot. How many, play, how many players are better than Jason Taylor? Uh, Say Steph Curry. Six. Jokic, Giannis. Jason Tatum, Steph Jokic. Curry. Embiid. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I don't know if you can get to 10. Kevin Durant is better yeah. than uh, Jason Tatum? It's awesome. Yeah. Today? Yep. Okay. It's awesome. I'm just asking a question. I'm not saying who he is or who not. I'm just asking. I will say is so. LeBron James better than Jason Tatum today? No. Probably not. I'm sorry. I think Tatum is. No, we're not talking about that. It's, that's it, going to make me sad. What? It's okay, though. <laughs> it's okay, though. Is Ja Morant better than Jason Tatum? No. 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 Hell no. Is Donovan Mitchell better than Jason Tatum? No. 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 Is Trey Young better than Jason no. Tatum? No. No. Shea? No. No. I'm trying to think of guys. He could be, though. Jimmy he Butler? Be, but not right now. J- Jimmy Butler? Yes. Is Paul George better than Jason? No. Kawhi no. Leonard? Yes. Yeah. If he was on the floor, yes. Best picture, yes. But I would take Jason Tatum. If Evan I Booker versus Jason Tatum. I would take... I, think I would the, take Tatum. I think the size is what's going to make me take Tatum. But the, you, you, but you, Book, you, Booker's you, more D consistent. That shit He's done. more consistent. I say that. Yeah, I, like I might size. be taking deep book in this do like one. Size. I might be taking deep book. That's all I have for you. The Jimmy Butler one is pretty interesting because mm-hmm. I think playoff Jimmy is another animal. But like regular, if you're talking about regular season, I think Tatum's clearly the better player. Yeah, t- but like t- when match thirty, I, I just I look at it from the full picture, and I think at that point I'm taking Tatum just because I know what I'm getting from eighty two is eighty two games. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm getting from eighty two games from Jimmy. Well, it don't matter because you can just be the eight seed and still be the Unless one you seed. Barely, yeah, they <laughs> barely made it in. They got in, but yeah. they barely made it. Yeah, yeah about it. And he's. Damn near the best player in the playoffs, if not the best. Yeah. Um, last thing we should talk about Coach is Coach Bud, Bud got yeah. fired. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I think we all a, expected it. Highly anticipated. I um, think. it's first we want to say condolences, condolences to him and his right. family. Yeah. Uh, brother passed away in a car accident during that series, which it's hard to even like put your mind around it. Or, like somebody as close as a brother could pass away and then oh man we gotta we gotta go to Miami tonight to go win this basketball game like to even try to have your priorities right to think straight I couldn't imagine it um so condolences to him and his family he's a guy that will probably get picked up pretty pretty soon because he's Mm -hmm. very good at what he does but it felt like it was time and I've been seeing a lot of conversations about the lack of leash or the the how short of a leash it is in the NBA for coaches because we got Frank Vogel won a championship and got fired in two years. Nick Nurse won a championship and got fired in three years. And now we got Bud winning a championship and, and getting fired two years later. So yeah. we're talking about these dudes did the thing that you're supposed to do but also got fired in a couple years. How do y'all feel like about Brown it? Like Brown talked on that like 
last week when he got that Coach of the Year award, how, like, they asked him, did you have to adjust to the players or did you make the players adjust to you? He said, oh, I adjust to the players. The players leave. We gone. We could be gone, like, immediately. And so, like, our leash isn't as long as the players. So, like, they will immediately get rid of the coach before the players. So, I thought that was a good take. And uh, for me, I thought Nick Nurse, with him being a free agent, it kind of made a lot of coaching jobs, like, available. And, like, mm-hmm. teams would be, like, maybe more quick to get that done. Because I feel like Nick Nurse is a good coach. I'm not going to judge him based off last year. But overall, I think he is a very solid coach. He's proven that. And um, I thought that with Nick Nurse being free, Bud was probably going to be the guy out because they probably want Nick Nurse to be their head coach. I, I know. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of the from, – from what I watched with Raptors games, I thought Nick, Nick Nurse did a lot of, like, good jobs just making adjustments and being, like, on the fly. I felt like it was more so, like, his players didn't execute. And I yeah. and that's like I kind of separated. Like I felt like Nick Nurse could do the job what he's supposed to do. And so I like him for the, the personnel. That that Raptors team is very thin. Like when you talk about like depth and uh, mm-hmm. actually like literally them on the court. Did Nick Nurse say like good luck with those guys? <laughs> yeah, good luck with them. So like there's literally like some stuff in the locker room as well that uh, he's yeah. like those guys really ain't got it. So yeah, and like I was saying, I think I said this on one of the other podcasts too. Like Nick Nurse is a very organized. Hey, dude. Nick Nurse! <laughs> like he seems like for Nick this for this Bucks team, you can't just let him run around. What, what did they have that clip say? Be random. I think they said Coach Bud told the team he's like, "Be runner out there, have energy, be random." Like this team needs some organization. <laughs> I don't even know the clip, but that's crazy. Shuffle the shuffle the uh, the set. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> That's, he said that in that clip. Too? No, I'm just no. going off of picking. No, but I feel like the Bucks need some organization just because it's like they need that, that chess player that's going to be there for them when, you know, teams are scheming against Giannis or whoever it may be. Like, he's one of those. No, they didn't make many adjustments against Jimmy Butler. I think this is why stability in, a, in, in an organization is important because I think a lot of coaches don't have that grace period because a lot of guys that are making the decisions are trying to save their jobs. So when you look at something like Miami Heat, who have the infrastructure of Pat Riley being there, he's been there, he's trusted. Spolcher is there because he don't feel the necessary, oh, I have to hurry up and get a new coach because my job is on the line. Rob Palenka is like, shit, I got to please LeBron James again, whatever he needs because I can get up out of here. Uh, Masai has all these different things going on, so he got to get rid of the nurse. The Rockets, their guy, uh, Raphael, Raphael Stone, Raphael Stone, Stone. He he had he had felt like he had to make a change because that motherfucker was not only bad but bad bad. <laughs> so you know, I, I feel like the GMs are also a part of this as well. Guys are getting their jobs on the line because they don't feel the job security and they're getting pressure from ownership to have to put together some some popping shit. But if you look at the teams like uh, R.C. Buford and uh, Spurs and yeah, Coach Pop, mm-hmm. that's stability. When you look yep. at Pat Riley and, and Eric Spoelstra, stability. You know so who else like, is there? But until this season, at least uh, the Warriors. Bob Myers is gone though. But like for the last ten years, where do you think he's going? <sighs> Everybody's calling Bob Myers' phone. Yeah, it, that's that's a fact. A lot of people are going to be calling his phone. Yeah. He, he did some great shit. Um, what, what do y'all think the hierarchy is in the organization? So obviously, owners is one. Yeah. And then it's probably players. Player, star player. Yeah. Then like GMs. No. Yeah. I, I, uh, you think coaches over GMs? I think GMs over coaches, right? Yeah. GMs and then coaching. Yeah. yeah. Coaches is definitely at the bottom. Which, hey, really, is, which is crazy because like. Team president or GM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like, what's crazy about coaching is that. Your front office could go give you a bunch of bullshit, and now it's your fault. It's your fault. Provide, and I, and I think that's crazy, and I think that should never fall on the coach. Be, that's because the GM, yeah, is going to say, "I picked the wrong coach. Let me get a new one." Yep, and then they're going to give the next coach 
Some bullshit. And most GM, <laughs> most GMs have a, at least at least like a five well, to yeah, ten four to year five years. Yeah. Window because let's say you bring a new GM in and say, hey, rebuild this team. A lot of times they trade for a pick that's three years down the line. So like. We don't know what that pick going to turn into. We don't know who we going to draft. So we use that pick, and now we got to wait six years after the players in the league to figure out, was that a good pick or not? So, like, GMs have such a long lease. We saw that here in Chicago with guard packs where they were a part of the team for almost 20 years, and now we got a new dude in there, and we still trying to figure out, is he good at what he does? I don't know. It's been three years, and we don't know. And if you had that one, like, few years where you do put together something make great, you now have extended that time yep. to where you're going to get a few more years. So yep. it's I don't know, man. I think the front office needs to be held accountable more. The front office thing is, if you build, if you do one, not one thing, but if you build one great team, you're forever gonna be remembered, and you're yeah. forever gonna have job opportunities. The one thing about it, the reason it's like that though, is because a GM is his vision is to build a team. A coach is to have a play style with his team, so it's a lot easier to come in and implement a new play style versus creating a whole new vision of what the team look like. You go in there and you're the GM of the Charlotte Hornets. You want to play fast like Mike D'Antoni. Like, yeah. just go fast and small. They fire you and bring me in. Now, I say, hey, I want to play big. I want a traditional power forward, center. We got That means we got to strip up this whole shit. It's like coming in and designing a set. Anwar got the mirror behind us. Mike's he got the leather couch. We get another designer. He may say, man, what the hell? I don't want this, uh, this dumbass couches. Let's get one big couch to you. Uh, we're going to take the table. I actually don't like the tile on the floor. We're going to make this a carpeted studio. We're going to dim the lights and make it dark and pop. It's the same thing versus like a cameraman. A cameraman may just come in and just change this one camera and say, hey, we're not going to do three cameras or do one. I think that's how coaching is versus like the GM have to come in and re-change the entire shit. So it's like... Yeah, I would much rather replace my coach two times or three times under one GM than to have three GMs in the last five years. Wouldn't, you also, wouldn't it also be beneficial to maybe give coaches a longer leash? To it depends give on them, it depends on who you are as a GM. Yeah, if they you don't feel have like the right style. If you feel yeah. like your job is that much on the line, you got so much to prove, and and he ain't getting it done, you're going to fire the coach and blame it on him. Yeah, but like it also Rockets. is a, ref, a reflection of you because no, you're yeah. the motherfucker that hired him mm-hmm. because you thought he was the guy, and he's not. But look at the Rockets. If Eme comes in and makes them have a better stride, that he's going to look. the GM is going to look a little bit better and be like, you know what, I just picked the wrong guy with Steven Silas. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really, you know what I'm saying? We got the, and you can, I think you can sell that better to the owner too. You yeah. the owner, it's like, man, I, I pick I pick Mike. He just ain't as organized. You see, I got the talent. We get a guy like KBN who really can motivate these guys. And trust me, you see the talent. We can really put it together. And I can sell that to you yeah. versus, you know what I mean, you have to go through a whole search of a GM. And, and then you're going to go through the same thing. It's like yeah. if you fire me, you're going to go through the same thing. You're going to bring a GM in. He's going to fire the coach. He's going to have to find a new coach. Like it's just a whole it's a whole different regime. And every, every time they come in, they – they, they want, want the ownership. Yeah. And yeah. the same thing with ownership. Like, Matt Ishbia is now the owner of the Suns. If they lose, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they start making, you know, adjustments because I want my team. I just bought this fucking team. Didn't he say they're not even going to be on Bally Sports? Or yes. No, no yeah. he's doing some shit that can revolutionize sports visually. Yeah. Um, All with, their games are on national on their national, like, local TV. Yeah, local TV channels, which is something that every owner in, in fucking sports could do, but they're all selfish, and even though they got billions that of dollars, they That actually surprised me when y'all was like, uh, I think it was Denver doesn't broadcast the Nuggets game, Denver which fans is cannot watch their team play basketball. Unless they have NBA. That's, That's crazy. That's ridiculous. But 
ownership want to sell the rights to the to Bally Sport? I'm just saying, one of these places, yeah. and boom. It's just like we can't watch Cubs games where we are. You need to pay for Bally Sports. Fuck that. I'm not. Luckily, I'm not a Cubs fan, so I don't, it don't matter to me. But like, I be wanting to watch. I did not know you can watch Cubs games. You cannot turn I don't on watch, TV. I don't watch it used to be WGN. You turn on WGN, <laughs> yeah, you watch the white. Or you yep. watch the Cubs. They used to have the Bulls even, games too. The Derrick yep. game. Do they still have some of the? Oh, the Derrick. No, uh, NBC Chicago has all Bulls of them so strictly. So it's yep. what okay. Channel 37 instead of nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, and then w, uh, NBC also has White Sox games. So you just watch every single game that way. Um, unless it was like yesterday, we played on Apple TV. Which sucks. <laughs> Fucking hate it. I'm thinking about making a video on like the Kenny Baseball channel about why Apple TV's like Holy sports shit. in general is just ass. It has so much potential. The sound design is awful. I like if if a motherfucker throwing a hundred, I want to hit that ball, hit that mitt. I want to hear it. You cannot hear in studio in like arena shit. Unless they sometimes they funnel it in if somebody's talking. But like I want to hear baseball. I want to hear it. That's part of the game. If I'm not there, I want to just like every sport. We want to hear the crowd defense. Imagine watching a basketball game where you can't hear the crowd at all. Well, like you don't hear the ball going in the net. Exactly. Like you don't you, hear shit. <laughs> that's what that's what Apple TV does. And then oh. the commentating's not great either. Oh, that really? That shit sucks. Yeah. And I don't I, even have it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever watched anything on Apple TV. I've just watched Because like, they just have, they have baseball now, and then they have uh, the MLS, which is the soccer, the oh. soccer league. So I've been watching both of those. Um, and it's bad. It's bad. <clears throat> Video coming soon, maybe. <laughs> I also don't like when I like complain about shit. I know there are actual people be, behind this shit, um, so I don't want to get you know too. You're outraged up. though. Yeah, you, I'm you outraged. Him a little bit. Like, <laughs> I outraged. think your mic may be too close to. You. Um, <laughs> either way, okay. So if you if you're hiring uh-huh. for the box job, what are like some characteristics you're thinking about? I'm going with the with, with what's his first name, the lead gentleman. Oh, um, I know you're talking about. He's on the he's on the coaching staff right now. What I am a. Name? I'm a. Is it? It's not Carlos. I always think of Carlos Lee, <laughs> who used to play for the White Sox. Yeah, so that's um, why I always call him Mr. Lee. Um, it's like yeah, I forget what it is. Hold on, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it eventually. Uh, trying to. I mean, I know exactly you're talking about because he's been interviewed. He interviewed for the Pistons job too recently. Charles Lee. Charles Lee. Charles Lee. That's why I always get it mixed up with Carl. Charles Lee. The reason I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of getting somebody that was already in house. And the reason being is because there's already a sense of familiarity. Um, they kind of know what the players liked, what the players didn't like. We've all been on a team before, even though it ain't been NBA level. We've all had an assistant coach who showed that we was able to cry on. Shout hey, man. Yeah, I'm the head yeah. coach. I'm not playing you, Derek. You go tell KB. Man, why P ain't why Coach P ain't playing me? Like, I feel like he'd be too hard on me and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like those create bonds and trusts. And if you already have that, I think it can just make the process a little bit quicker versus going to get a whole new coach who has to learn these guys, how to push them, what irritates Drew Holiday, what gets Chris Middleton going, how do I motivate Giannis, uh, when does he like his rest? I think Charles Lee already probably has a little bit of that sense. Um, And um, I I think it kind of makes the process a little quicker because when you're a championship team, you don't. You can't really waste that year of getting to know the coach and the meshing yeah. that comes with that. So I agree, and I think it's also perfect because like mm-hmm. they know what Bud did wrong in order for him to, his ass to get. They were that fly on the so, room. Like, yes, Bro, and like the so wall. they know how to make those adjustments. Like we're gonna make adjustments if Jimmy's got forty. We're not gonna just let Drew Holiday guard him one on one. Like it's stuff like that that like that coach already knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I, I do I, agree with. I'm that. also not a fan of the candidates that you have out there, except for Nick Nurse. I think Nick Nurse could be good for them. Why? Just because he has proven that he can win championships, and he outcoached Bud in that series that where they did 
They were up beat 2-0 Bud. against yeah. And he against outcoached Bud that time. So, like, he obviously has an edge on Bud. So, I think there's a there's a But Coach Bud just works. got outcoached by – I mean, well, Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra is – Bud is also a guy who – he just – he didn't he don't do himself any favors to really flex that you outcoached him. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's like it – But even like with that said, Bud is a great – I think Bud yeah. is a – he's a he, raise your floor type yes. dude. Yes. But it feels I can't even say that he has a ceiling because he won a fucking championship. But, but like, he won the championship. We, we'll call it what it is. We don't want you. Let's call it what it is because you was quick to do it with Tyron Lue. Hey, don't some real shit. What? Don't do it with the. Don't do with the black coach. What, what did he do? What, what did I do? You use the credit to be him having LeBron. So let's say Bud won his shit because hey, he had Giannis. I, I will credit and that. Kevin Durant's foot was on the line. And Kevin Durant's foot was on the line. I so said that because. Yeah, Drew Holiday had perimeter on lock, and Giannis did everything else. I didn't watch that and think that the the Bucks won because uh, Coach Bud would just had <laughs> were, the exit were they the also down two one in that series. Hey, the put Suns? the camera on me. Uh, I'm also joking because I know a lot of people when we say something about a black coach or a white coach, people be, "Oh my gosh, it's got the racist. What is racist? It's a, it's a joke. It's a Char- joke. Charles it's a Lee, joke. black coach. It's a joke. I I don't joke when I do say I would love to see a black coach get a job, whatever. Because for so long it hadn't been there, mm-hmm. but I I. I'm joking with KB because I think a lot of y'all are crazy. I don't but remember if it was down 2-0, though. To the Suns? They were down 2-0 to the Suns. They were 2-0? Yeah. yeah. I have a video on YouTube that said the Suns are two games away from a championship, and they lost. So, um, <laughs> I, yeah, the candidacy, the, the vacant spots, are, it's no coaches out there that move me. So it's like I'd rather get somebody that's already been housed, familiarity, all I of like that to, I like to get somebody that has not a, hasn't had a head coaching job. I think it's always cool to see new people step into it, like when Emei did it last year and then revolutionized defense for the Celtics. Or like Joe even Missoula now, right? Like changing the identity of the team. Like I think that shit is always fun instead yeah. of going to get a dinosaur that's been in the league for I 20 like years. But Becky then again, Hammond Mike Brown chance. is a perfect example yeah. of getting an experienced coach that can propel you up. Mike Brown, But his that. experience came from being an assistant for the last how many years? He, yeah, he had been eight years without being a head coach or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah. You, 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 I, but like Kenny Atkinson, he out there somewhere. Him well, and Bud he had a job. Him he, and Bud are kind of like. Kenny Atkinson had a head Bud coach was, job. Said, but then he said, "Fuck that." I, I, I don't want to go Charlotte. But he interviewed somewhere recently. But maybe, maybe the Rocket. Bud was in his bag with the Hawks. Yeah, he used to coach absolutely. The Hawks. Oh yeah, he for sure. That's the that's the prime bag. example of a floor sill, a floor raiser. That team had talent for sure, but they ain't had no stars. And he had them as a number one seed. Yep. They, they had LeBron four all stars. But let's be real, Mike. Motherfuckers had Kyle Korver's all star. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. I wouldn't mind Coach Bud being my head coach until we're really good, and then get his ass out of there. Is that how you feel about Billy Donovan? Get his ass out of there. <laughs> now Billy's a really good defensive coach. He had he brings no chops to the offensive side. I, I mean, got Demar and Zach yeah. for that, and that's why we were twenty fourth in offense this year. <laughs> Do you think you know it's more so the, you know what sucks for the Bucks? It's both. I think it's both. What yeah. sucks for the Bucks is a little bit. Is they could have had Darvin. That's true. Or maybe that's a blessing. Like I mean, honestly, yeah. This one, I like. I said, I'm still a, I'm still having like a question mark in in terms of where I see him at, like in, in coaching. Mm-hmm. With, with Ham. Yeah, I feel like he's that that relatable personal guy, but I don't the X and O's. I don't know if that's, that's the thing yeah. about coaching. Hypothetically, if they yeah. go on to win an entire championship, it, do we say we're gonna say like, oh, he's a great coach? But if they lose today, we say that they're not. 
Like, is it just that flip of a coin? You win, you're good. You lose, you're bad. Like, no, because I feel like when even when Coach Bud won, we all were like, oh, they he was this close to fucking yeah. getting fired. Right, we were like they that. gonna keep yeah. him because it's the right thing to do. But we yeah. all kind of knew in our heart. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was one slip up away from getting fired, and mm-hmm. this slip up happened. That's yeah, just so like that's coaches happened. that get fired, and we like, uh, y'all did him dirty. Frank Vogel, mm-hmm. David, oh yeah, yeah, David Blatt. Like, yeah. what did these people really Damn. do wrong? What's what's the theme there? LeBron. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And why did he leave the Heat? Because they said we're keeping Spolstra. <laughs> I didn't even understand why he wanted Spolstra gone. Spolstra was like a great coach. That's because they lost, and it's like let's blame him. Yeah. See. Versus my meltdown. I'm fuck. joking, LeBron. I want free shit. I fucking love Eric Spolstra though. <laughs> I do too. I think Eric Spolstra is the man. Yeah. Who's a better coach than him right out right now in the playoffs? Maybe my coach, but I'm taking him over Monty. Mm-hmm. I'm taking him over uh, Michael Malone. Steve, Michael Kerr. Steve, Steve Kerr is the only person I'm taking him over. A, Steve Kerr has a real conversation. I'm me. taking him over. Steve I would take Kerr. him over Steve Kerr too. Um, well, our question though is it like like would Steve Kerr be second as far as remaining coaches? He would. He would be second. Steve, Steve Kerr, Kerr is really. Sh- he got to show me some shit without them boys. Spolster's <laughs> done shit with LeBron, without LeBron, with Jimmy, without Jimmy. I've seen him have middle age uh, weight. He gets the most out of his shit. I gotta see. I gotta see you in your bag. What? Well, unfortunately, we're not seeing that for four years. Steph Curry's gonna keep doing this with the Warriors for a long time. If it they don't like take away that he's a great coach, but when, when I see a guy who can, we saw gonna, Luke Walton step in. And the motherfucker was great. <laughs> and then we found out Luke Walton's ass as a coach because he he ain't got, <laughs> he, ain't he, ain't got, got <laughs> he ain't got them boys. He ain't got them boys. He got that luxury. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I really feel like I can coach the. Was you to start at Jermichael Green? Were you say, come oh, on, come on, you still, you still injured. I will say this you know Warriors is a little different. <laughs> Steve Kerr is doing his thing. I could have coached the Kevin Durant. Okay, <laughs> you know, Draymond was like, Steve asked them who should they start, and they was like, J or Jermichael for sure. Oh, so they said it. They said they wanted to start Jermichael Green. Was under the yeah. weather, so it ain't like yeah. he made an adjustment. He just no, started. no, yeah. I'm just saying that's how they came up is with Jermichael because he didn't really play. He no. didn't really play at all. I think they'll stick with it for one more game. Just now like when Draymond was coming off the bench, they're going to stick uh, with it for one more game. Yeah, because that's what they like to do. Steph yeah. Curry was coming off the bench. And I remember they was dragging that out. And I was like, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> the greatest six man of like, all time. Come on, man. Y'all let's just be doing stuff. What did Steph Curry average when he came off the bench? Uh, Chris Quinn on Miami's coaching staff. I like. I want to see him get a job. Did we see him at an airport once upon a time? We seen him at the All-Star game. Oh, and the airport, yep. Uh, I seen Taylor Jenkins. That remind me of Charles Quinn. You know what that is? That Terrence is my player's name? Yeah, it's like his alternate ego. <laughs> this is my player's name. <laughs> you know why it's Charles Quinn? Because he's married to Harley. Oh. <laughs> right in the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to go back over these damn movies. <laughs> yeah, we got right back through the basketball talk. What's, what movies have you all seen? <laughs> what do y'all, if y'all had to get, say, what? my top movies are, what, what are you... Give me your top three to five movies. Each it's, it is hard to say. Each like of my top movies. My top three to five movies. And I understand you might be missing some. Um, I love the movie. I love the original It movie. Okay. Um, I love I love that shit. That shit used to have me scared. Scared as fuck. My brother Lashawn used to play. So you it. like you like scary movies. Like, you yeah, like I horror films. I love the classic ones. But it's not even just okay. like because it was that horror. But have you ever like, seen John Carpenter's John Carpenter's The Thing? The Thing. I didn't watch it all the way, but it's just like I started it, but it was like I don't feel like watching this. You ever seen thing. Hannibal Lecter? I, yeah, I just watched. Which I just watched all uh, the whole series. Oh, okay. 
But no, Silence of the Lambs, because my mom used to always just watch scary movies. So, like, she didn't have fucking Boys in the Hood on. She would be watching, you know, Halloween oh, or some shit. Okay, that makes sense. So that's why I always, okay. I always that fucked with That makes perfect sense, because my mom grew up watching Boys yeah. in the Hood, uh, Scarface. My mm. favorite movie is Scarface, and my mom used to let me watch yeah. it as a kid, kid. I just had a fucking memory what? of when I we were at Walmart, and me, my mom bought uh, uh, Don't Be a Menace without mm-hmm. knowing much, and I'm a kid, I'm a shorty. And we put it on, and it's that scene where they at the dance. They say, "Look at those, <laughs> look at those freaks getting down on the dance floor, yeah, bro, and they butt was... ass naked dancing." <laughs> now, I'm gonna be honest with you, on War. My mom was like your mom yeah. to an extent. Okay, I could watch Boys in the Hood because it's a message. It's a black movie. It's powerful. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be cursing, but it it it's, oh, it's, 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 it has substance. Don't be a menace is the shit my mom was like, no. So I had to watch those movies okay. at my dad's house because he didn't care. Yeah. Right. But Don't Be a Menace is just a straight, goofy, cussing, it's fucking great though. Uh, belligerent movie. Message. It's a parody. Um, it's a mirror. It's yeah. a from the movie you ain't seen though. Yeah. I didn't I didn't watch Don't Be a Menace either. Oh. I didn't like Damn, you ain't seen Don't Be a Menace or Menace. I think you gave me the movie, but I didn't like it. You didn't like it. That's crazy. I Where's feel like you would be dying laughing to that belt? movie. I didn't find it funny. <laughs> take a. That's crazy. I wish we had. Hey, take my belt, boil it in water, put sriracha on it, sprinkle some jalapeno Bro, it's juice. So many, like even now, moments Maybe that I'll I know find make it me laugh. Funnier as an adult. No, you know what? Like, you know why it's not funny? Why? This is why it's not funny. You didn't watch the fucking movies. It's parodying. Yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> True. So when he when he's in there and he's crying to his girlfriend and he's punching the Swinging air and he's hitting all of the kids, you don't know the reference. So it's not oh, funny. Oh, that makes sense then. That's that's crazy. <laughs> so you didn't watch the the original, but you watched the parody of the of the yeah, you, you watch they stomp like that when, dude out at the end, you don't get with with he the just original. Like, he's just like, Oh, why are they doing that? When Loke Dog was in the damn uh convenience store, people <laughs> yeah, with the Chinese like you don't know what that's you that's from at all. No. You gotta watch Men Society. Yeah. That's yeah. It's like, I guess scary movies you can get away without watching screen. But no. But it it, it elevates all of the jokes if mm-hmm. you understand what they're the joking about. Shit of him. Yep. That it's not funny if you don't know Eminem Eight Mile shit. I haven't seen that. Yeah. You Eight Mile. Eight Mile. You crazy boy. That's that's that was probably gonna be on my. When P said the top movie, that was probably gonna be one. That of my doesn't top surprise movies. me. I ain't gonna lie. It don't surprise me that that's one of your top movies. That's a horrible movie to be your top. Yes, but movies yeah. are. That's one it? of the is movies it? that I ain't even mad that you ain't seen. It's, is it it's ob- good. Is but it objective or subjective? Hey, watch objective that movie, Anwar. Like that's a, that's a good movie to see. Hey, Ma? Yeah. Okay. What? Objective means it's a factual statement. Subjective means it's like opinion-based. Yeah. It's, I know movie lists are subjective, but Eight Mile is not that good of a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. Like if you, somebody, yeah, I'm you not just tripping. love Eminem, though. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not mad at you. When Eminem songs coming in the background, you know he was definitely. But you, you know who also loves Eminem? Who kind of make me don't like him? Who? Dana. Uh, <laughs> really? Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Eminem's fine. I haven't listened to an Eminem song in probably ten. That's years, what I so. tell her. I wouldn't say I listen to Eminem often, but that's like, what I tell her. You love y'all love Eminem, and so then people who him. don't love him when you, we don't have him in the, he's the best. Y'all look at us like a crazy, but it's like. He's a great rapper. He's a top five lyricist ever. I can't take that away sure, from him. Sure, yeah. But he's limited. I'm not writing around to him. His replay value is not. Not there. Yeah. It's That's not. All. It's cool. Like I be. I feel like every once in a while on stream, 
an Eminem song come up, and I'll be like, it's cool. Oh, it's cool. I feel like right. people don't really be thinking about everything that goes but if y'all can if later tonight if goat. later tonight y'all came to my house and i was playing eminem constantly y'all be like what the, what the fuck is he constantly. doing yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll be like oh, okay eminem but, but if you constantly yeah. Yeah. yeah but you know eminem did contribute to stan being a real word a real word that's and, dope and i hold yeah, that yeah. energy for my favorites too my favorite rapper of all time is nas but I know I, I, he's he can never be the best because he's limited he don't have that shit that jay drake um, Wayne, where Wayne. like Wayne, you can you can work out to their shit, Wayne. you can think to their shit. They got love. You could be sad to their shit. First they got one. lyrical shit. Yeah. Lyrical, yeah, like, and I think range. that's what makes up range. Range is what makes up the best to me as far as music goes. Did I ever tell you one time? I think I did. Um, I think I seen this on Facebook, and I put it in like the the group chat or whatever. And they were talking about like best Lil Wayne's and like what's top Lil Wayne song. And somebody said Nightmares at the Bottom. Oh yeah, but you know what? As like a top Wayne song. Yeah, wow. but listen, I like though. the song. But wow. But listen, you, would you believe that's I've seen that like more than often now. Like people dead ass love that fucking song, and it's a cold it's case fine. song. Yeah, cool but I don't get what the love. I love. This, I, love this. I feel like I've heard so much bottom. more Lil Wayne that's so much better that 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 song doesn't mean shit. I have a lot of nostalgia around the song so maybe i could see why but like that came out i just remember riding What's the bus t- home give me your five Lil Wayne songs <laughs> my five Lil Wayne songs um okay my five Lil no Wayne pressure songs. i don't want you to overthink it but just your five Lil Wayne songs. my, my five yeah um okay six foot seven foot okay i like when that just yeah production okay. of all don't that say shit don't react okay, no. don't react just keep going um, Lil Wayne songs. Uh, I like. I like that's tough without looking at the discography or something. It is a little it tough is, without is. looking at the that's discography. That's what I was gonna do because I was like, I, could, I love Lil Wayne. I can name him right over. <sighs> I, I know KB ain't a, a big Wayne. Yeah. What's uh um him and Ross um John? Yeah, John. John or either Nine Piece? No, you talking about John? I'm talking about John. Oh. That is just nostalgia. Like I, I, I think nine piece. Nine I can piece go crazy. close my eyes and see myself where I was sitting when I was hearing that and everything. Uh what else do I like from Wayne? Um uh like a cop car. Uh that's a that's an Anwar ass song. That's an Anwar ass. So halfway into your list, you know what I'm gonna say to you? And I'm not saying this in an offensive way. Yeah. It don't sound like you're a big Wayne fan. No, not a big one. First song I would have Y'all said, know who I'm a big fan of. music or like Rome Man or some shit. Bone Home was a really good song. Because you naming songs that like, to, to me, and it's all subjective. So I'm not sure. saying I'm right and you're wrong. Sure. Six Foot Seven being on the top five of <laughs> That was honestly Wayne, crazy as fuck. It's crazy. It's like for that, for you to have a top five and you ain't, you haven't even thought about a Millie. But you named Six Foot Seven. I, I did crazy. think about it, but. It's crazy. I get, I get what you're saying. It. It's all about like, particularly, no, not the biggest Wayne head. I missed. I was late. Okay, that makes me. That makes sense. That context, if I knew it before, I, I, it would have made a lot more sense. Like, like maybe, maybe I can't. I, I came in on Carter three, but like wasn't even really. Mm-hmm. And there's so much magic in one and two. I, I know that for a fact because none of the songs you named are mixtape songs. Right, I think best Little Wayne is not even on albums. Mm-hmm. So any any person who's a real Wayne fan, I don't think I don't even think Six for Seven is in a. Mind. My first Nightmares sorry for the wait was like maybe sorry for the wait four. Like my first oh, sorry for the wait. I was wait. done listening to him at that point. I wouldn't even. Check <laughs> That's when I was fucking with Wayne, but yeah. I, 
I don't know. It's just I felt like I I already knew like it was just different from the old Wayne when he started doing like all that like I'm a remix take your song remix and it was just like that shit was raw. That shit was that crazy. shit was raw to me. But None like before I tell you was still the job three. I will t- I'll tell you something. Dedication. Come on, man. I used to I used Come to on. see that nigga on social got media fucking shit, bro. The like that's my goal. The, everybody talks about the lighter <laughs> flick. That is. Even to me, and I didn't know that, nothing about the. And I'd be like, "What's the lighter flick who, thing?" People who would mention that, we might have to end this. This nigga <laughs> didn't know the lighter flick. No, no, no. But people who mention that to me, I don't even look at them right. Because really? Wayne, when, some of Wayne classic shit, he not even doing the drought three. He's not doing at all. Wow. Dedication one and two, uh, he's not doing at all. This, yeah. That started at like no ceiling. Sorry for the wait, which is right. like okay. That's like. That's the almost to the end of his prime, mm-hmm. but I, Wayne, like you said, hustling music. That's when like Car- that's Carter two is the, the the dedication right. one with DJ Drama dedication two. That's a uh, um uh, uh the Canon remix. Oh, what's the one where he got? Uh, fuck, bro. Now I gotta go look at it, bro. Um, we talking about I can't feel my face with Joel Santana. Uh huh. We talking about um, we talking about fuck, all bro, this, all the this features that they know, they know, yeah. they know. Like top five Wayne song, I don't even have a top five, but like I got I got shit with Wayne that like yeah, it, it like you probably never even heard of. I'm not even going to use an excuse, but I do feel like I missed that wave a little bit, especially when we was with RDC and we was in Cleveland and yeah. we were sitting on them steps yes. and everybody was and just the thing that I just noticed is I think I was the youngest one there but again we're only talking about three I, four but years you have to understand too you can't be too hard on yourself because i don't even think that conversation was like me leland and, and i got Mark. another thing for you yeah and i i think they are way crazy wayne heads no, i was thinking about comfortable the, the yeah, other face. Like, the other thing that i was gonna say is like me no big bro female dominated household and like my my older sister playing taylor swift so my whole man, that shit don't count. I got a big brother, didn't live with me. All sisters in my crib. We going to that Wayne, bro. I'm, I'm d- just talking shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's my like, dad and mom ain't listening to Lil Wayne like that. So it's and I was only child. It's things that my cousin be like tweaking out on me about, like just because I ain't really ha- like playing the game, Call of Duty, like video game. Like yeah, what uh, the hell was you doing? There's just a lot of like typical guy, like guy things from what our- What was you doing though? My parents didn't, my mom didn't want me to play basketball. So like I, I, I wasn't allowed to play. She put me in soccer though. She let me play golf, but she wouldn't let me hoop. So it's What's swear. What's the mindset behind that? It's a, man, that's it's a whole thing. Cause yeah. I, I would say soccer and basketball is so similar as far as physicality goes. Ah. I, I played soccer and a little bit of t ball as a kid. The differences that pop that, well, well, no. About <laughs> <laughs> you can't play basketball or football, but you can play golf and soccer. I had I had to like beg to kind of to hoop or whatever. You but probably I, couldn't listen to Chris Brown, but you could listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could I could listen to CB. We did okay, I, we okay. did a lot of R and B in the okay, crib. Okay, but you know what I'm saying. So, so it's just a lot of stuff that I don't necessarily relate to, or like I just it's just a different no for. But that's why these conversations can help you feel. In the, it's never too late. Absolutely. So now if you never heard Dedication 2 or 1 or 3 by Lil Wayne, and I'm telling you, that's a big part. I just took a mental note. Now you're going to get literally just, I literally just took a mental Don't note. Don't be like him. Nah, 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 nah. We'll tell Derek some shit, and he'll just ignore it. Nah, 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 And nah. then be like, oh, oh yeah. But I, I didn't have a lot of experiences of like, oh, we all hanging out, we playing a game, or we finna go and like But no, that's together. what I meant to ask you. What, what was you doing then? Like, when you say you wasn't on the Wayne shit, you caught it late, who were you listening to? 
um, in 2009. Because uh, Little Wayne, I was, was getting that shit was on was my MP3. That was on my MP3. I was I was getting like Usher albums for, on my birthday. Like I was getting Usher CDs on my birthday. <laughs> On my Not birthday. in 2009. On my birthday. Is that? Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> baby, oh, yeah. let me love you. Uh, but uh, They Dr- call me King Hove copy. Drake, so far gone. Like, I was. Okay, so far I, gone. I punk, so like. Far gone is the man. And, and my, Wayne is my all sister, over that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Tap dancing circles around Drake, if we being honest. My sister calls it. <laughs> my sister calls it Trey Songs Drake. And I'll be like, those. Like, but Trey that era of Drake, she calls it Trey Songs Drake. She's wild. And I'll be like, chill. Whoa, yeah. chill. Didn't Drake have a bar about that? Not about that specifically. He bigger than Trey Songz or yeah, some shit. Like yeah. Yeah. He, he, he does, he does have a bar yeah. like that. I mean, Trey Songz was looking out heavy for him back then. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, sure. Trey Songz on top of the world for a minute. He yeah. was, he was. His, he one was. of his songs on my MySpace page. I need page. a girl. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did, I did a lot of R and like, yeah, R and B heavy. I did a lot. Yeah. I fucked with R and B too. Yeah. I still do. Um, that's all I listen to. Well, I listen to I listen so much, like a lot of slower shit. But that's why I be so opinionated with music and so like ah, because that's all I do. All I do is listen to music. So it's like, it'd be people who be in these conversations about music and certain things, yeah. but they don't really listen. So yeah. I feel, no, I'll, I'll I have feel a discussion sure. with my girl and be like, I know that's your guy, Eminem. Right. Let me tell you something, sweetheart. <laughs> that nigga ain't really like, because I listened to, I go, I did my homework, I paid my dues. I went back and listened to, um, that's why I te- I take, I took a walk in the park a couple of days ago and I texted right. my auntie like, yo, hey auntie, uh, TT ain't seen you in a minute, miss you, love you. I'm walking, playing this Lil Wayne song, and I'm thinking about you because I used to go to her house when uh, Lil Wayne was a dude and go on LimeWire yeah. and get my shit on my Fuck MP3. Fuck her whole computer up. <laughs> I fucked up so many of her laptops. Me too. I got the letters in the mail. So I like... What? LimeWire, they send you letters in the mail that you download in like... That you downloading illegal stuff, oh, and, you that, got and that up. and that they'll like find you, put in jail. And, and my pops would be like, "Hey, you gotta stop doing that because they gonna find us." And oh, I ain't never get that. Yeah, but I, I went I, I, as a kid. Oh yeah, I never get that either. In my summers, I used to go to Monty Crib for like weekends or stretches, yeah. and I would literally homework. So what I found out at an early age was this thing called Wikipedia. Yeah. So I think about these names of who who do I who have I heard that I don't know that well. Oh, my mm. mom used to talk about Ariel Kudre. So I go to Wikipedia. His discography is there. And it tell you the, the album, right. the track listing. Every, so I would go on LineWire and get every song. And I would have blanks. Instead right. of my mom's storage. I got the entire Nas discography on blank CDs. <laughs> you, not, you don't want to admit that. They will come for you. Album later. 1 to 10. <laughs> this shit was 20 years ago. Wow, yeah. They didn't come after me now. They ain't, ain't going to find shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's how I got introduced. And, I, and a lot of shit you go through, and you you find out uh, this shit ain't really for me. But you that's know, real too. You but know, at least you're, yeah. Like, and it's funny that you said walk because I've been trying to like 10k steps, or, you know, working out, all that, or whatever. But like, I'll walk and like watch a movie, or or like I got a walk plan tomorrow, trying to get the 10k steps. And uh, I've been wanting to listen to like some old Jay Z stuff that I don't like. I I. I could not. T- I probably heard of a song. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you, you know, what songs are on the blueprint. Yeah, yeah. you know sure. what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah, that's and, my. Like, and I, I really love Jay Z. Like, I know that fucking song. Yeah. See, I wouldn't be doing it like you that. Love Jay Z. I do love Jay Z. So I would like to have the credibility to be able. You know what I'm saying. That, you have see, to do the work. Do in ter- if you want to be a fan and you want to claim that title, yeah. there's work that you have to that, do. To that was my main motivator all my life, and wanted to be in conversations to do the to to have the knowledge because you get into conversations and people be so opinionated and they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. A thousand percent. So I used to be like, man, 
And I want to talk about this music shit. I want to be able to know because I'll say I'll say something to my dad, and my dad would be like, "Man, you don't even know this." Right. Be like, oh, okay, you're right. So next time I'm gonna come and talk to you, pops. I'm gonna know Nas first. Exactly. Two exactly. I, I can't call him trash, and, and so. I done listened to so much music, bro. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. I'm talking about, I was 11, talking about mom for my birthday. Can you give me uh 36 Chambers, Wu-Tang? Wow. And, like, my mom, at one point, my mom, when I was younger, worked at Target. So I had, I mm. got to the point where I knew how music worked. Yeah. And that's probably why I got into music and being a man. I knew that Tuesday was the releases because my mom had yeah. the shit in the back room. So I got albums that you can't, you wouldn't even guess. Right. I got Mike. I got a Mike Jones album. <laughs> <laughs> I got fucking. That's I got. Crazy. I got Soldier Boy albums. Yeah. Uh, I Soldier Boy. Tell them like that's what the. Uh, uh, go ahead, that bird. Well, you well, got crank that on there. Uh, no, no, no. This is the second one after crank that. Uh-huh. This is what kiss me through the phone and shit okay. like that. Oh, shit. Uh, my, uh, turn my swag on. Turn my swag on. I got because yeah. my mom used to just get them. I got an Eminem album, Relapse, with, right. the, with the pills making his face. Because yeah. it's just like I love music so much, so I listen to trap shit. I can tell you Waka Flocka shit. I can tell you his best projects. I can tell you lyrical shit. Most Def. Right. Uh, they was playing the panties when we was getting tailored for the suits. Mm-hmm. I can tell you Jay Z shit. Um, mm-hmm. He put me on MF Doom, mm-hmm. and it took me a while to catch the MF Doom shit. He kept telling me MF Doom, MF Doom. I'm like, how do you listen to this shit? And then I got into that place, and that's why I be telling people, music is a mood thing. Yeah, it is. You try to, I try to put you into an artist, and you not in that mood, or he making summertime music, hit. and I'm p- telling you in the winter, it, it yeah, it won't hit. So you, a lot of artists, niggas be saying they weak, but you might have to just catch them in the right period. You right. know what's the best though? Have you ever been like out, like say you at like a club or we at a concert, or whatever, and you hear a song, mm-hmm. and it just hits in the moment, and from that out, from like that point on, you're like that song is a fucking banger, yeah, and it changed your opinion on it. Like I, I, think I love why, when that happens. I think that's why concerts are so key and important for artists, yeah, because um, a song that was like that for me, it's not that I thought it was weak, but they just played it so much. It just changed your opinion on it. it. Uh, was just hold on, we're going home. Mm-hmm. That. That oh, dominated yeah. the radio so much that it's like, ah, fuck that song. Right. And then Drake performed it, yeah. and they had him in the air circling around doing this shit. And I was like, this song is beautiful. It mm-hmm. is. The nigga saying like seven lines the whole song. He's not even really saying much. But that's so like, real. I'm like, oh, I like this song again. It's just like, this song is like, it's dope. Yeah, that's but real. But I had got tired of it at that point. Uh, and then it, it, that's, that's with anything. Though. I feel like, I bet this happened to y'all. Everybody that can relate to this. When an album first comes out by an artist, it could be whoever artist it is. You have a song like, this is my shit. And then it's like, uh, three months go by, and it's like, oh, I'm tired of this song. No, I do that shit all the time when I'm like, why the fuck do I have this song in my playlist? <laughs> yes. It's just like, I don't even really like this song. It's just I added it in that Drake moment. got a lot of those. Drake, I- We'll Be Fine on Take Care was my shit when it first came out. We'll Be Fine. I'm, I'm cool on it. Hype on Views was like, that was my shit. It was like, I don't really want to listen to The hype, no you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I, it's kind of like, oh. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm. I'm just so biased with Drake. I, like. I don't even like having debates and conversations because I just know I'm not well, gonna model, be. The model is the song that I don't read. But I, certain I, songs just don't age. I well. will say you need to. You need to have those conversations. You I, should never be so biased that you can't say it. Your favorite artist song didn't age well. I. I just like. I. It's bad. Like literally, the drink that I had for single to mile. It was something that Drake was sipping on to the TikTok, and I was like, I went and did the research and found what the drink was. It was some. It was some. So you're a stan. Yeah, you're a stan. I, oh, uh, uh, he hasn't put out anything that I don't like. But I will say, listening to you are programmed, brother. 
I, I just <laughs> no 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 it's 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 at a what's the worst drake song ever what's the worst drake song ever um the one that i'm skipping the most just because i play the album all the time is no that, what's the word not that you're tired of what's the worst drake song the worst drake i don't song want you ever. to put no emphasis on it to make it change from it being his worst song because you're like oh i played this too much i just tired of it no 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 what's his worst song that you heard and you like this is not it um it has to exist it has to. <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm not. We the not guy seventeen. For that. If we were seventeen, I would get it. But I'm not the guy for that. The the what I was gonna say was t- that you cannot tell me way too sexy is a top tier Drake song. That's what I was gonna say. Think about that song, but I love CLB. I, but I've Ratchet, also Ratchet Happy Birthday is a great song to you. It's yeah. Right. I like Ratchet Happy Birthday, but hey, it's not what he actually says. It a great song to you? Is it a great song? It's smart. I like it. You know what song? Yeah, there has not a been a Drake song. release that I was like, let's fucking go in a very I long time. I don't know. Ratchet Happy really? Birthday is the song that I, I skip. I don't really care for that song. That you know what song I, I really can't stand by Drake? And this is like a Drake and Future song? Big Rings. I cannot stand that song, bro. Yeah, I played that song to the ground. I cannot stand I that, that song. And you just heard it during I, I think that it was one. in the moment it was in there. So it was playing a lot, too. I skipped that one. I just can't one. stand it, bro. Um, I go back to that album more than I think most don't people do. F- don't get me wrong. I don't think there's a bigger Drake fan out there than myself. Yeah. I didn't realize how much he, I listened to Drake just, until I started streaming. Right. Be- and the only reason it's like that is because he's Drake. Right. So it's like. But even then, I be thinking to myself, like, bro, even with all the, like, quote, unquote, you know, not so good shit that he's put out. The top of the top of the line shit. He has shit that's it, not even like that would be like middle of the pack for him. But I'd be like, bro, I could repeat this shit all damn day. Yeah. One of my favorite songs is Draft Day. I could play that shit. Yeah. Because that's a great song. I would put that bitch on repeat the whole day. Five years later, how am I the man still? So when he has a song like that mm-hmm. and he comes with Ratchet Happy Birthday, you can't tell me that Ratchet Happy Birthday is a great song. It's You know what it is? And I use the word bias. I personally don't feel like I'm biased. But I use the you word are. I use the word bias, bias so I'm, people can understand. Are, you're biased. He literally. You, like, you he had literally, the Drake Air Force Ones, but not the regular Air Force Ones. You told us you drank a drink because you saw him drinking it at 25 years when old. I t- when, I t- when I tell <laughs> you, bro, I just I just like the way the brother so moves. So if Drake start wearing Reebok, you would wear it? No. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. If Drake and, signed with and, Reebok and, I'm and put always, out, he, 100% based off everything you just said, 100% you would wear Reebok because Drake's... I don't, I don't have them OVO 8s. You would get them if you could? Nope. Hey, I could get them. Let, let, don't do that. I could get them. <laughs> no, don't do, don't do that. I could go Uh-oh. on StockX and uh, cop them. I mean, okay, you're right. I'm, I apologize. I did say that wrong. You're right. You're absolutely right. You I don't get, like you them. You could get them. I don't like them. So you like you like those Air Force Ones as a better shoe than the OVO 8s? Just off exclusivity, that shoe is better. Just off exclusivity, and I almost <laughs> I'm wore, not gonna wear them over your eight today. I almost wore them. Today. I'm not gonna That's wear them. I'm not gonna wear the over your eight. I might wear them to your birthday party. I do I like, like I like the material on them and everything <laughs> like that. But no, nah, I'm 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 good. I'm good on those. Dumbest, the OVO 12s, the OVO 8s. The OVO 12s, whatever. But the, those sleeping are, those on are, them, babe. I'm those sleepy. are fucking up them Air Force Ones. Them Air Force Ones is the most average non-creative shoe that I've seen in a very long that was so simple and easy that that knocked the shoe that they have but that's what that shoe is weak as them shit. high steppers no I'm good on those them but, weak. but with the forces but that's what I want I don't want all that I don't want a billion color like the undefeated forces are cool the, all the I just I want a, a plain Jane all white if force Drake but just with, with Reebok, a little bit of fuck Reebok if he, if he took that Snoop Dogg check you on them sketches no 
I, I, no. It's hard for me to not believe. I, I don't have a lot of OVO merch. I don't have a lot. Like, I might have one shirt and one hat. But, you're, but you'll drink what he's drinking on TikTok. Because I would much rather you have the OVO merch. I admire his, like, his taste. Like, the things that he, like, the decisions he's making, the choices he makes. He makes music for women. His motivation is women. I don't care about y'all. What the ladies on. And that's what that's I make cap. music for. That's, that's his, cap. That mentality. That's cap. I he love that. Music strictly for women. That's cap. But but he's thinking about like he like he's just engineered like that. He's literally like, oh, this gonna bop. They gonna sing this. This is how they think. Even my side girl got a five S with the screen crack. It's just like the relatability. The, like you can visualize it. You can see that. Like, but that's not something that's for women. Like that bar is in a bar that's like women are hearing that. Like, oh yeah. I know a lot of girls with the 5S <laughs> with the screen crack when that came out, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Anwar, no. no. Come on, bro. <laughs> You're doing what they were doing yesterday. Him and Kyron were literally talking about a restaurant. Like, oh, it's so good because they season the food. <laughs> they didn't even understand what they, how the fuck stupid sounded. you yeah. doing the same thing. I knew a lot of girls with the, the 5S screen crack. And, oh, what? <laughs> You're overly trying to relate to the line. I, no, 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 no. It, it's just it's no way you just know a bunch of girls who had who just had that 5S screen crack. I had crack. the 5C in my shoes. <laughs> my shoe was cracked. It's just making it overrelated. No, oh, I remember I'm, I used to take my uncle's car. So when he was talking about, I had to take my uncle's car. I, Drake, I just, Drake just has a high level of relatability for me personally. He no, and no, he moves high. It's not just for you. Drake intentionally makes his music to be that way. That's why he's the best in the game. He goes out of his way to make shit super relatable. I saying that's no secret. I saying get along better. Like I wrote that fucking song. Yeah, like that's his whole thing. It, it's a science to what he does, but so for you to. But what I'm saying, that's that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily the fact that of that lyric specifically, but the mentality of how he's going about his artistry to create things. But if that that's people the case, can, but if that's the case, you would have a lot more admiration for a lot of artists because a lot of artists are doing that. That's a science in it, music. So it, it's like he's he's going for that for that mainstream, but he's bringing a level of quality with it too. And I I just. I just like that mentality, man. But and the level of quality hasn't been there as well. It's way too sexy is not quality to me. I, as a, I, I as skipped a, that as song. a true Drake. And I and I and I and I, 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 I and I that, and, that song go hard. And I agree. With right way setting. too sexy in the right, in the right setting. That song go hard. Go crazy. But I, I, I but I understand. <laughs> do. But I understand the virality, and I understand but that don't that don't make the strategy of it. The strategy of it. No. When you think about the project holistically. Because and, I mean, y'all, and I'm gonna pop that right. off. I mean, as no, the but but again, and I would do the music video on a boat and every, like you know, and I and we're gonna play that but for this, the jokes but, and for the but, laughs. But this, and the is, but this is but this is what artists do, though. So I'm, I, I, that's what I'm saying is makes it biased to Drake. But mm-hmm. ain't nobody doing it like Drake, though. I, I understand. I'm a Drake fan. He's the right. biggest artist in the world. Yeah, he's the yeah. I understand it. But I'm just saying when you. It's a level of biasness that kind of can get crazy. No, I completely It's agree. like the LeBron James fans that make up all the excuses when he loses in the finals. Mm-hmm. He just got outplayed. Right. Or it'll be like, I feel like there's a lot of artists out there, and I'm just throwing out names. It could be like Lil Baby throws some shit out, and he has a lot of shit now that, back in the day, Lil Baby used to Did have miss? One, through what, one through whatever. You could play that shit all the way through. Talk to him, Mike. Nowadays, he his shit, he probably got like six, seven songs that sound the exact same. That, Hey, that shit was not it. 
Mm-hmm. And that's just being real. And it's just, I fuck with little baby, but it's just like you just gotta call a spade a spade. Call a spade a spade. I'm not big on baby, but I get what you're saying. Call a spade. That'd be spade. Cardi fans too. Cardi the best. Cardi has got three good songs. Drake, I like honestly. Never mind. Drake. Drake got that shit, but it's just like I don't know. I just feel like when you when you are, when you are a Drake fan. It comes from seeing him be that guy, and anything less than being that guy is kind of, you know what I mean? I don't mean? really like, honestly, never mind. I don't like it either, because you know why? I've been waiting for Drake to be the best rapper. And I didn't feel like that was him at his best. Well, he wasn't rapping. I mean, he, he wasn't, wasn't rapping. Yeah, he wasn't whole, rapping. It's like a dance. He's giving up. Literally like, like the dance I, all, all I want from you is to give me 10. Then what? Wayne did, a, Wayne did the, the rock album with. um. That was. That, that was <laughs> I hated that shit. I didn't like what that, that album. Re- what's the. What, what, yeah, he's got re- one song on there. How to Love. How to Love. I don't think it's How to Love. Prom Queen. Yeah, Prom Queen. With Nikki. Prom Queen. Oh, no. Prom Nikki was like a. It was a different one. Right. But, um. I want I want Drake to be that ra- I want him to be that rapper. Like I want he hasn't given us an album where it's 10, 10 5 a.m. in Toronto, it's 9 a.m. in Dallas. Right. He hasn't done that. Uh, I would just 7 p.m. To, uh, where he just raps. But he's given us I don't think, don't think he wants to. But he gives us the I was listening well, to Western Mofos yesterday putting all this But up. it's like it, it, But if yeah. you think about so far gone, it's got that one song with likely a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of like, you know, so I just feel like that's been Drake since the beginning and obviously he's had a couple projects before so far gone but that was the it's uh, i understand it's drake but when you call yourself the best yeah yeah you gotta go out there yeah, he always be having them lines too talking about like that boy singing when he know he can spit or when like all that spit, type of yeah. shit because so he takes pr- like to me he takes yeah. pride in that so he, how, but how much pride are you taking it if you're not giving us what you claim you're the best at right drake don't drake says i'm the best out i'm the best rapper he says yeah. all of these things then be the best rapper because then you put out uh the one that had free smoke, free smoke, and you, you, you oh, and it's mm-hmm. just a playlist. It's just, it's just a, playlist. a playlist. It's not an album. It's just a playlist. I'm just a, and it's like, I, yeah, he's tactical, and I give him that. But it's like, that shit ain't got nothing to do that with album, me. That, that album had like two, two or three good songs. You know, I, I just like to who me. He, I like no, who he, he is as, a, as an artist, top, yeah, top like to bottom. No, he got more than three. Or four. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what album is that? That was more life, more life. Whoa, that shit got bangers on there. Hey, I'm gonna name some songs up here. I like Teenage Fever. Teenage Fever, you better be playing. Hey, I got at least a million. I got a million streams by myself with Teenage Fever. Wait, just off the get it together. Do not disturb. Get it together is that shit. Do not disturb. Ice melts. Fake. Love, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. can't have everything. Ooh. Lose you, Ooh. teenage fever. Ooh. Nothing's really into good. something. Yeah, nothing's, nothing's into something. something uh, is that shit. Sacrifices, Portland. Yeah, Portland. Uh, Five. Right. Fo- yeah, that's Passion the stream crack. He got more than he got a lot. No, that's not. He got a yeah, lot of. Yeah. Uh, he got a lot of shit on there. I'm not big on glow. glow. Some people love glow. I like. I like glow. I like glow. Yeah, I like yeah, glow. glow in there. Some people like. I ain't my my favorite, but. I just think he was like that's the type of and artist for me. You. Like he's got the versatility that I, I like. I, I really love. I really love an island ting. I I really like UK culture. I really like like he's he very told his story and he made his story. You know what? <laughs> Looking I, at and it. I recite that, bro. <laughs> The only one that got the gift without the curse. I recite that all the time. Uh, that that I line told, right I there. Told I told story, my I'm... story, made his story, and then I'd be like. I see. I can't you even feel, tell y'all because y'all, like, yeah, y'all about to fry me. Because y'all about to fry me. Nah, because I'm gonna go up to Drake and I'd be like, "Hey, bro, you told your story, you bet." 
I was listening to Western Road. You're going to meet Drake and he's not going to like you. <laughs> Don't say that. I am why, are we, why are we putting that into the world? Because, That's me. Because you're, because you're going, That's me, because you're, because you're going to be too much of a fan. No, I'm not. I know how to be smooth. I'm going to be smooth as hell. You're going to fuck you it. No, t- I'm not. Did you see the TikTok of the girl in... Um, I'm in like be, Florida, I'm she be so chill. She went to the bar and like yep. Drake came and like sat down and like, like had lunch. I saw that. Yeah, like she they had lunch together and shit. Would you be able to be that calm in that setting? Chill vibes. Oh, what's good, bro? Hell no! I swear no. on everything. Hell no! no. Swear, y'all no. know me. No. Y'all don't know me. No. Y'all what's know good, me. bro? No. no y'all way. know me. Oh, no what's way. good, bro? No way. So if we in Miami, we sitting down at a bar or something. Chilling. And Drake just coming. Chilling. Chilling. Swear you you're too much of a fan that you're gonna want that picture. You're nope. gonna want that. I'm not. Well, I'm not I'm asking for no you. picture. I'm telling you. I'm not asking for no picture. You, you lie because hey. I'm long term. Because I'm strategic like Drake. You, you literally because I'm strategic you, like you, Drake. You, I'm thinking long term. You literally one what, moment. That, that's far. ain't no long term with Drake. That's, far, that, that's <laughs> fucked up right there. That's what? fucked up right there. Don't, what, e- don't ever. Try to strategically find your way nah, to be my friend. Nah, no, 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 too, not even no, that. Drake, that Drake, that instance with Drake is probably like a one-time along. thing, one time bro. You're not finna just keep running into this nigga. Yeah. Me and bro would get along for real. The reason, I, I, just, I just feel like if you're at a point where you fuck with somebody so much that you drinking what they drink based off of a TikTok, if you can't tell, you still have an answer. Give me three of his worst songs. You told me I'm not the guy for that. I think I think when you have a circle, you want people that could be in your circle who can be able to have enough confidence in themselves to be able to say, ah, that wasn't your best. That's different. I literally, a guy that I manage is literally my best friend. That's different. And I have to be able to tell him, that wasn't it. I'm, I am that friend of my friend group. So, like, that's... That's but different. Why can't you do it for a stranger who don't, who not even, he's not even going to see this. <laughs> like, worst song is just, cra- like, it's just, cra- like, it's just crazy. Like, I don't think about his songs in that way. I just don't. I don't think about the that's music crazy. in that way. That's crazy. But I'll tell you, like, I skip way Anwar. too sexy. Anwar. I skip big rings. Anwar. Self self reflection. <laughs> self accountability. That is crazy. I don't think in them. I don't think of his music in that way. Like, oh, uh, this is his worst song. I don't know. Nah, that's not. That's not a thought. Do you think that way about other artists? He has to. A uh, thousand percent. Thousand percent. <laughs> He did say he's not the good guy for it though, so he he already. Knew. I'm not the guy because because for, he, I just bro, I I like the bars, I like the messaging, I like the branding. But that's why I, I say like that's why I say you're programmed because you're liking it because it comes from him. Because there's other people who do what he does that you're not giving a fuck about. But I appreciate with something like you know what I'm saying. There, there's other brands or different things like that that I just feel like man, like target demographic. Hand raised, like mm-hmm. they're just they put out. I just haven't heard you talk about anything else like this because nothing else like this never misses. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you feel when Drake had the ghostwriting allegations? Not even allegations. When he was on Tim Westwood, and he had the Blackberry talking about freestyle. Yeah, <laughs> because as a as a as, like I said, I don't know anybody. I I don't know anybody that's as big. And I, you're 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 a different. You're not even a fan at this point. Was Pusha T's track decent to you? That so right. We could we could talk about that because mm. it's hard for me. Uh, push push came out for Jerry's Adidas event. Okay, and he said a bar. He said I'm not. He said we not worried about them other niggas because we them other niggas. And I was like, push. <laughs> <that> <laughs> <weekend's> <laughs> push. Whatever we can, bar. 
And I put that in the group chat. Pusha got some thing. shit. That was weak. And I was like, I was like, oh man, like that was cold. Like that was cold. Was it this good to you? And it's and it's whoo. Uh, no, I the story added on and everything like that. I I, I thought he he chess match. Oh my gosh, was it good to you? <laughs> yes or fucking no? It was cool. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> It was cool. This is this is getting hey. this is getting weird. I'm hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on six side. <laughs> hold on. Did you watch the grassy? Rated R. I watched a little bit of it, but my mom was rated. The grassy's not rated R. They were teenagers. Dude, my mom would not let me watch the grassy. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But nah, I mean, I like, think, okay, but you didn't R. go back into an adulthood because Drake is in it. I know I didn't go back in adulthood, but I've seen clips and stuff like that. Okay, it's actually a good show. Yeah, me, me and John used to watch my, my older sister watched yeah, it, but I didn't watch the Grassy. It's, it's actually dope. I didn't watch the Grassy. Uh, Drake aside, Drake aside, program. even when okay. he acted the show or it's different show, yeah. parts that wasn't included him, his character was good though. But even outside of him, it was a good show. I I, I think it's a top teenage show. Every teenager should watch that. Fucking Freaks show. and Geeks number one though. I'm, I'm just I'm very weird when it comes to like so. mute like I don't know if weird is the word but like I don't No, let's go back to this point because I lost my train of thought I don't mean to cut you off sure when they came out with those allegations that turned out to be true because we had the reference tracks mm -hmm. how 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 did that make you feel as a Drake fan because as a true know. Drake fan I had to sit there and be like damn that's an L I don't even know what I couldn't be you can't be biased in that situation because the shit was true yeah. I don't look at Drake different. I still think he's I have a rapper. He's still a, my one of my favorites. J. Cole is my guy, but Drake is right there with him for me. It don't make the it don't look but I understood that damn, that's gonna tarnish, bro. I I've heard the Tim Bands reference track and, and, and different things like that. My, my just like me as a supporter or whatever, unwavering. It didn't really and for me But did you accept the fact that that was faulty? For the fact that that nigga had a steal from Soldier Boy. For me He also said <laughs> it 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 for me, I sort of went into just the collaboration. It, it's faulty of of Can music. You accept the fact that it's faulty. I true, truly. I, and my homies, I'm about to leave because <laughs> it's like it's hard for him to come out his mouth and just say like it's it faulty. Was, yeah. I'm a, I, I'm, I, I didn't really believe it. I, I still are. to this I'm day, still I'm to are. this day, I'm, I'm I have disbelief with, you, with it. You're in disbelief with it. <laughs> That's great. Like I heard the reference Why track you and everything. Why for something to happen to him? <laughs> it's just so. It's just so. It, it's just so. I'll, I'll put any money. It's on very the much an I'll interpretation. I'll put any thing. money on the table that I'm a bigger Drake fan than you. It's it's very much. No, this last thirty minutes make me think that he is the this biggest is be, Drake fan in the world. This is beyond fandom. I'm just keeping my shit at fandom. That was faulty. As a Drake fan, it's who, an interpretation. Who I don't know anybody is a bigger Drake fan than myself. That was faulty. I can say that as a fan, it was faulty. Can you? Ex I don't even know what you're referencing. What Creating happened? music is when so collaborative. Out, when he came out with, no, it's not. It can be, but it's not. We're gonna, we're not doing that. What, what happened was, if you're reading this, too, it's too late. There's a lot of songs on there, and the the Meek Mill feature um, on on his album, which was, uh, yeah. What's the Meek Mill feature? Him and Drake. Yeah. Um, um, song the tip of my tongue. They were biting. Rico. Rico. Mm. Rico, there's reference tracks of Quinn Miller doing the Drake verse. And there's certain parts where the lines are identical. There's certain parts where it ain't. But it's the flow. It's, he put it out there for Drake to pattern. 
he gave Drake a reference track of this is how you're going to say it. This is how you start the verse. Oh, okay. And Drake was able to sing some lines here, but the delivery, it's just the difference is, and this is where fandom goes to a different level. You're programmed because if Quinn Miller says it, you don't like it. But hearing Drake's voice and knowing that, that Drake said it makes it a top 10 song to you because that's what a reference track is. Mike says it, but I am the one that told him to, to stretch this line. Instead of saying, I got bitches, I tell Mike, I got bitches. He gave him the whole flow and pattern. This is how you start out. And that's faulty. And as a Drake fan, I'm able to say that. And that's, that's some faulty shit. That's some fucked up shit. That's faulty. And that's where it takes it a different is level. That guy, from, is that guy credited on like the songs and shit? He was. He yeah. is. Um, and all this shit blew up. And it fucked up his career. Because he got in the middle of the Drake and Meek Mill beef, and then right. they leaked the, the reference. He wasn't trying to do this to Drake. This is the opportunity for him. Right, he was yeah, eating yeah. off this shit. He was, the Drake was one of his favorite rappers. And then he, you know, Drake wasn't fucking with him. Meek wasn't fucking with him. And now they back cool, and they still don't fuck with him. Meek and his people jumped him at the Nike store. Oh, damn. This nigga, his leg is amputated because he had a, a, a accident. Like, he had his, his, his life has been kind of fucked oh, up. Oh, fuck. And I he even spoke about it a lot of times where he's, like, that was going on. where he's like, it's fucked up that. My career is is in the part of it is and these for these dudes to get back cool together, mm-hmm. and right. now I'm just just fu- here fucked yeah. up. That's a fucked up thing. That right. is fucked up. No 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 love and admiration I have for Drake erases the fact that that is number one fucked up and that that situation is faulty. And you being 24, 25? 25, 25. There's no way in life. hell that you can't say that that's faulty because you like him. Boy did a hundred seasons. You know, for for me, it's just it's it's two parts of that. One, if if Quinnen put out good music, I would get I would get down with it. You know he what does. I'm saying? He that's why Drake had him write shit for him. I just haven't heard. I you know what I'm saying? I'm, if I heard good music, I'd be like, oh, it's dope music. So don't so get it twi- if you played to me a song that was a dope Quinn, I'd be like, oh, that's fire. You heard so, it in Drake's out on, on, on if you're reading this, it's too late. That's hilarious. You, it's, it, a, it's a truth. It, if I wrote your verse. I heard the 10 bands reference your, track. If I wrote your verse. I heard the 10 your, bands to, reference to track. To a popular song of yours. And a nigga told me, I got. I need to hear more. I, uh, I want to hear you make some good music. I'll be like, nigga, I wrote that. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get what you're saying. I definitely. Uh, and that's crazy to me that you know this and you didn't even check out Quentin. I immediately had to go hear some of this nigga shit. Nah. Right for Drake. Nah. I'm your artist. I got to go listen. You know what? I just didn't. I didn't. If Truth, a, truthfully, if, if you found out somebody wrote Michael Jackson's five biggest songs, you wouldn't want to go see what they got or who they are. I understand what you're saying contextually, but I also understand like singers can have songwriters, but obviously as a rapper, you're it's you write your own stuff. So I get what you're saying. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. But then you told me collaboration is a part of music. So now you just contradicted yourself. Which which I understand. I <laughs> I used to work in a studio. And we would have people come in and I just, you know, I would record, get their mics right, you know, different things like that. These were just amateurs coming in, working on their game or whatever. I worked at a library that had a recording studio in there. And they would just kind of like freestyle to, you know, type beats that they found on YouTube. And so I would <laughs> I would be like, they were trying to like kind of come up with the lyrics of what they were going to say. They freestyle. I'd be, oh, it'd be cool if like you went in and I would spit. Like a couple, just to kind of get them. And one guy in particular got really upset with me that I was like feeding him lines, essentially. Cause he's like, bro, like, what you doing? Like, 
I need to come up with this myself. Um, and so that just kind of gives you a little insight insight to my mentality in terms of like I was just trying to help the kid out, but I understood he wanted a level of integrity to his music. He wanted to write it completely and not be like, oh, you know, because that's what music for ex- rappers for is. rappers is exactly. So I completely understand. He was pressed, and I was so like, knowing that and understanding that when we talk about the Drake situation, that doesn't define him or tarnish his career. It's hard for me to believe that you can't say that that was faulty. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't know, think bro. It just came out his mouth. I just don't see it that way. I just that, don't. It's a big contradiction to save somebody that you don't know, and it doesn't harm him. He I knows, know it don't he, harm he, him. He, he he himself knows it's faulty. So the fact that you can't say this nigga Drake knows, he knows. <laughs> that's that's by J Cole. That's why what? J. Cole. That's by J. Cole. That's she knows. That's she, she knows. Look, you ain't even big J. Cole. <laughs> right, 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 right. This whole conversation, I've just been listening. Because it's crazy, Anwar. Yeah. It's just, this it, is problematic. It's, it's not going to come out of my mouth. It's not, it's not going to come out of my mouth. And and the fact that... and What's I, not the words of the... I get upset <laughs> that... <laughs> Thank you. It went over my head. I'm going to be real. <laughs> Bro, <D-Nels is> having- <laughs> it went over my head. I don't this nigga care. having a ball huh? over there. He's still... Uh, over your head? Yeah, I said. Like, I said you won't hear those words come out of my mouth. And, he, and no, then, he said you won't hear. You said you won't hear it come out of my mouth. You ain't say words. I said, oh, you won't hear that come out of my mouth. And then what did he say? He said just the words. Just the it? words. Because you glazing. That's what he trying to say. Oh yeah, over the head, <laughs> over the head. I didn't catch. Damn, <laughs> damn. Nah, it just look. I, I love I, the I, word I, glazing. I don't see it that way. <laughs> and so I actually, I get upset when people be bring, like people bring it up. To, like I might, I'll call him like, oh, he's top two. Like. I say Drake, I say like, think about Wayne too, but you know, I'll say like Jay and then I'll say Drake and I'll say when it's all said and done though, I think Drake will take that top spot of How do you say Jay and you're not even familiar with his music? Not all of his music. Well, he said he likes strategical guys. I think Jay falls into that territory, right? But if you don't listen to his music, how strategical do you know he is? He had a house in Dumbo that he bought for... (laughs) Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that 444 shit, though. Yeah, but they ain't that old, Jay. albums, aren't you... For, are, do you know Reasonable Doubt? No. Do you know Volume 1? No. Volume 2? No. Do you know... A little bit of Reasonable Blueprint Doubt, one? I think, if I heard it. You know Blueprint 1? No, the Blueprints is something that I've been saying. I got Blueprint 3. Um, See, that's the type of shit. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you really what's on there, but I probably like, looked at and the that's what I was. That's what I was like, going to say with Jay. Okay, yeah. But I, I say I would I like to be the type of Jay-Z fan that can be like naming songs off projects but if you play like songs i'd be like oh yeah i, I definitely know that song you know dead presidents yes you better you know what album is off of i don't know what album's off of no doubt uh you know pe- people talk about the black album a lot yeah and that's something i'm like you know i the, need to know, you know what's the on the black album i need to know the black album like that's something big do you know for the me. song song yeah. cry yeah I, song cry yeah okay you know what album that's on i don't know what album that's on the blueprint, blueprint. the blueprint one I played the Blueprint one one time you driving. To girls, girls. Yeah. What's the album in the song? The Blueprint one. One. I played the Blueprint one one time. I had a long drive and I was like, I'm gonna just play it. But it's not at the point where I got yeah. it down like that. I I don't. I, I agree with the stance of like Jay and Drake as far as right like right now like in yeah that's I mean, what I'm saying Biggie, right now Biggie Pac Nas and Wayne Wayne yeah 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 that's like some all time shit but yes you can't. 
I, it's hard for me to say that you can have J1 based off your own opinion. It sounds like you got J1 off the perception of him and how people no. view him because you're not that familiar with his music. If you don't know that Dead President is on Reasonable Doubt, you're not that familiar with his music. I, you know, I just, I just think it's, it's different types of music listeners and how we kind of interact with music and rap and hip hop and different things like that. I agree, but I think so when you consume anything, there's a way to consume some shit. You I can't tell me if you, a person can't tell me that their favorite actor is Denzel and they can't name me two movies. Yeah. I think people can though. You know, there, there's just, there's you so much. You can tell me that, I mean, let's, let, let's put this in there because I, I hate this thing too. Can a person? Yeah, a person technically can do whatever the fuck they want to do. They can go out and and and, and fucking drive their car into the ocean if they wanted to. Right. Should they? Should a person tell you that Denzel Washington is their favorite actor and they can't name you two of his movies? You think a person should do that? Didn't quite hear what you're saying. In that in that sense. And that says you can't name it, to I his movies. It depends on the person. And he's for your one, favorite. If you not like that with movies at all, and you don't really know, actors, that's what and, I was gonna say. And Denzel and Denzel Washington is the only fan. motherfucker that you remember. Yeah. Then like maybe but you're I, you're I, a casual. Because at that point, it's subjective more than that objective. That person will be walking around trying to enter those type of conversations. Right. Right. So I never would even ask that person. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, hopefully, a person would just come and straight up say, "I don't really watch enough movies to say that." Because right. then you're creating lists of things based off what other people are saying, what other people think. Because you don't even you ain't even seen this nigga movies. You just know that when people answer this question, they usually say Denzel. So I'm gonna say Denzel. What? That's the vibe I'm getting off the Jay Z thing. I think in that goat you talk, I feel like it's more of Jay. like a Biggie and Pac thing that people are Jay people, and you there. won't see you. No, but but I'm saying I think if if generally when someone's like when you're saying like someone's more echoing other people's opinions and yeah. actually have their own that they formed mm-hmm. you know they talk about biggie and Pac, but they don't know but i think i think that's because when you get to when you get to those type of conversations and you you're talking with people who know it there is consensus so i think what those mm. type of people are they're smart enough to know this is my favorite and this is what it is and that's mm. what i try to tell a lot of people in this age your favorite is different from what's the best. Right. Right. My favorite is Nas. Right. He's not the best fucking rapper that ever rap. Understood. I'm aware of that. Understood. This generation below us have a hard time griping and gripping the fact that their favorite isn't the best. Right. Your favorite player is Shea Gills is Alexander. Handy dandy fine. Sure. He's not the best. <laughs> yeah. My favorite player is Paul George. I right. wouldn't dare call him the best. Right. This generation don't know how to grasp that. Scotty Barnes I is agree. on my favorite team. He's my favorite player, agree, so he's better than all everybody that I fucking see, which is untrue. That right. nigga, and that he get left lot. off some type of graph. He getting slept on. I, I agree. Where he at? That happens a lot, in, and more than basketball and music. This is the artist I relate to and I like, so he's the best. It's not how it works, right? And mm-hmm. so when people say that, I don't think that they're echoing it. I just think that we've seen throughout the history yeah. of rap from people who really know music and study it. What Biggie and Tupac did. In there, in that span, right at the ages they died at, when you really grasp that these motherfuckers died at 25, right. 26, they, I was still a baby at 25. I was in my mama's basement. That's, that's one of the things that I like, I love my parents for because they was old school. Said, my mom, I think she has, she has a birthday. It might be the same birthday as Tupac, but that's, that's Tupac. all she do. All she do was she was listening to Tupac my and Biggie too. Small. My mama She listened to all the old school really? shit. That's my the mama Asley Brothers. My mama number one is Tupac. She loved the Asley Brothers. But my mama number one is Tupac. My dad is Biggie. Mm. My mama's such a Biggie and Tupac fan that she 
doesn't like cursing, but, but she they allow, they allow it you. for them. Thank Me you. and my sister was really? like, why can't we Thank listen you. to our music because it has Thank cursing? You. But my mama do got the same beat um, as Tupac, by the way. My mama don't listen to rap. Click, you claim Westside, we ride on me. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. He could do that. Nah, <laughs> my mama don't listen to rap, but that's interesting, though. That's cool. But yeah, but that's why I say that. But if you sit up here and you tell me, which I, I appreciate the awareness of saying, hey, I need to dive into this Jay Z dude. Yeah. But how can he be your number one over a dude who you know his whole catalog front to back? You can't put Jay over Drake when you know or you don't even know Jay's music. I, I, I like I said, I I'm, because the radio songs nine times out of ten they're not the best in a person's catalog. No, 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 no. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody talking about favorite, we gonna run this town tonight. Ain't nobody's talking about that with Jay. Favorite Jay Z songs is Imaginary Players, bro. Imagine I put that motherfucker on my story once a year. Know. I don't know that. Once a year. You can't. So I don't it's know hard. that. It's, let me not say you can't because you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. People out here do heroin because that's what they want to do. Right. Don't mean you, can, don't mean you should. That's a good turn, dude. I'm just saying, I hate that comment. Everybody is entitled to an opinion. That shit is stupid to me. Everybody's entitled to one, but that don't mean everybody should have one. I don't worry. I don't know shit about teeth. I should not go in and have an opinion about right. this shit. <laughs> but people have the logic that everybody's entitled to one. So I should go tell the dentist, man, like a no, you're doing character. that shit wrong. He shouldn't wear braces <laughs> just because I can. Yeah. I hate that mentality. That's yeah. dumb. You have to have a certain knowledge or, or familiarity now. of something to, to have an opinion. That it, it ain't just because you're a human. It's because you are you you know I'm able to listen to this nigga and say and then that shit there is top tier, right? Front to back albums, not radio songs, not conversation, not celebrity, the music, yes, the pure music, yes. And so that's why I said what I said. Yeah, but you should dive into Jay Z for real. Hey, I'm, I'm late to diving shit. into Jay Z. I'm not a shit. I've I've not. No, you, you said you definitely not a shit. You said you yeah. haven't or you're going to. No, like I've. I've, it's like within the last year or so I've been listening to No, I forget. Like, it was like a couple of summers ago, but it was one summer where all I did was listen to shit from like 1995 from like to like 2000. This nigga be in the game. He's listening to Big Ale and shit. And right. I would be like, nigga, is that, uh, is that uh, Ja Rule and, and Ashanti? Yeah, Mike, like, yeah, I just got this 90s playlist on. I'm like, oh, oh I, I, love, I, I love that. Bro, he was playing one game. He was play, I think he was playing like 2K or some shit. And he was like, he was talking about it on the pod. He was like, I just I just know like he was playing pro or whatever. And I hear in the background that but I was slowly seeing my boy educated so and he he had a 90s on. I'm like, I it'll take me a minute. I'm like, this all them songs is old school. Yeah. Like, okay, might get into it. Then he'll play a Jay-Z song. Right. Then he play a Jay Z, and then I'm like, oh, he playing a Jay Z album. I used to sleep on on, on some real shit. I used to sleep hard on Jay Z. Like I, I fucked with him, but it's just like he he wasn't. I feel like I was part of that. Like I was on that Lil Wayne shit. I was on yeah. all like all these other rappers. Me too. But it was. I had to get back and go. I had to get back on, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, I was missing the fuck. Jay Z is he has a mature. What he's talking about is mature. So yeah. when I, in 09, right. I was telling my auntie is a big Jay Z fan. Mm-hmm. In 09, I'm like TT. He, Lil Wayne blowing your boy out the water. You tweaking that Jay Z shit. Born is old. Is mm-hmm. whatever. But when I got older and I went back and I went back and I went back and, and I was I was do, I was catching up on Jay in like high school. Right. And I'm like, oh, he mm. talking that big boy. Because when you're young, you look at you don't even understand when you're young that a flooded Rolex right. is not as valuable as a plain chain Rolex. Right. Because you're young, you're dumb, you're stupid. A- after factory diamonds, you're stupid. Right. Yeah. Anything that ain't the factory diamond, you, you just you just fucked up the value of a Rolex. Yeah. You don't know that. You don't understand 
that you don't have to have spinners on your car. For you to have <laughs> yeah. nah, Jay Z is like, nigga, you could be fly with a button up. You don't have to have. Fucking no, that's that's what I love about Jay Z is he just always got that like that big boss to him. Like I like that content. About, I'm though. on the block with my. He said I'm on the block like I'm eight feet tall. Then he say I'm in the I'm in the drop with the AC on. I'm like, come on. <laughs> but he do his differently yeah. because Rick Ross, you see, he kind of like right. he has that ball shit, but it's like. That's exactly what I'm going for. Luxury rap. I fuck with it. But Jay-Z come off like, it's just like, it's him. Yeah. It's him. Yeah. It's like, it's just what I do. Everything I do Ain't is no just Ain't no mannequins boss. on board to switch your planes. You feel me? You just bullshit. I heard the song with him and Kanye. Otis. Mm-hmm. Otis. Great. But I switched it for Richard. But I switched it for, uh, what he said, he said, he talked. I can't remember the line or how it specifically yeah, yeah, goes. Yeah. I know. I know, I know a line you're talking about. Though. A Richard Miller, Richard Miller. Yes. A decade ago. A decade ago. Every rapper is breaking their neck to show you that they have. One. Pharrell's got he pictures. Was talking about this shit a decade ago. Pharrell. Oh, he got For, that one line, bro. It's so many lines. Pharrell got pictures got. with with RMs on, like from. For like twenty years ago, oh, for real, got pictures. One drink he talking about. He's like, man, I was on that shit. Y'all still was drinking like beers or whatever. Like, yes, I'm trying to yes, think what he was talking about. Yes. bro. he said he was drinking Cristal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, y'all was still drinking Cristal. <laughs> Me and Derek just kind of just sitting here. <laughs> Jay Z is wonderful. Bro. No, yeah, Jay Z is a, Jay-Z is a talented man. I, I didn't dive into Jay Z that much, so I can't. I don't know nothing about MF Doom. That's not. Fun. I like the ticket one. Okay. I like. I like to go to one album at a time. I would never try to force anybody get or. familiar with that album. But I don't, I don't know. I have like maybe like for me, I I see all the love and 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 just like it's uh, it's scare the hoes music. You know, you <laughs> love Drake because of what he he catered towards the women. You gonna hate MF Doom. I could appreciate a lot of different things. I could appreciate a lot of different things. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always down to give something a shot. Like I'll definitely listen to some random. I'll listen to anything once. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it, took, it took a while to get This is what off. he said. It, it wasn't on Otis. It was on the, that album, Watch the Throne. It was on Gotta Have It. Yep. He said, uh, Beulah had a Mula, but oh, I switched, switched it for Melee because mm-hmm. I'm richer. Mm-hmm. And prior to this shit was moving free bass. Crazy mm-hmm. bar. Yep. Crazy yeah, it is bar. crazy because he's saying richer. I thought it was Mueller. I thought Mueller was in that bar. Yeah. That was a that was a crazy bar. And that song came out in what twenty? Which felt like two thousand like ten or two thousand eleven, right? Twenty. I feel like I was in middle school. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Twenty twelve. And yeah. we and two thousand. What made me? How year. I knew was because LeBron and uh, there's like a video of LeBron and KD working out. Like striving for greatness. Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. I feel like playing football field. I like training together. Was all on like NBA type shit too. Niggas in Paris. And huge. he would play that. Like LeBron would play that album during his workouts on his he little watch the throne shoe on his little boombox or whatever. Yeah, so one of his shoes is like a watch the throne. I associate thing. watch the throne and LeBron being in Miami. Kind of, I kind of associate those two eras together. Yeah. Well, thank y'all so much for watching and listening to this people, almost three-hour episode. This is, almost three-hour I'm sorry it came this long. I just... I, they ain't going to believe this shit. They ain't going to think this, he left the camera running. This conversation is going to extend to Mike's party. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm going... I, I'm taking in my responsibility as the big bro of this podcast group <laughs> to have you be able to be comfortable to say something about Drake that isn't hyping him up. 
I don't. You, this nigga, <laughs> this nigga just did this. I just, you barely can even acknowledge that shit. Look, the man, kind of making you sick. I, I, he, I could talk not, about his clothing a lot. I, I don't like how he dress. I could talk about. Now nah, I, I think you making not, up but, shit. No, I, and I said that. I said I don't like the shoes. They didn't. Then that was my thing when I said I didn't like the eights. They you to believe that I didn't like the eights. Because you like the one. I love the one. I love yeah. the Force ones. The, the Air Force ones? That's the Knocker ones? <laughs> I love those. It wasn't much different from them. It's everything that I wanted in an all white Air Force one. I don't like the all. I don't like. Do you OG. just not like eights? I just don't like eights. Okay. Oh, we in the podcast. Thank you so much for watching. <laughs> Leave a like, don't subscribe. Like Aqua. I you really just didn't OG, like the, I like Aquas, but then I, I after that, it's like quiet. I mean, I thought you just didn't like. I thought you maybe loved eights, but hey, the Drake one was that. You just don't if, like eights. If you watch the entire episode, what's your favorite Jordan? Three, three. So yeah, if he made game. an OVO three, you would have him. One hundred percent. It depends. It don't. It don't. Yes, it, it does. If you watch this whole <laughs> two hour forty five minute episode of Through the Wire, comment down below. Drake is mid because I know that Weezy be in the comment section, and that'll let you know <laughs> you're a real one. We appreciate y'all. Peace. 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 peace.